Travis just said, Luca thinks that Paul George does not even deserve his own sweat. He, he gets the ball the boy sweat. Of sweat. A ball boy. Ball sweat. Hello, raindrops. It started raining here. Like, really hard uh, out of nowhere, and now it's stopping. So, that was sick. Uh, welcome to sports. The podcast that ends with a question mark. Oh, but it starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. He's Travis. Hi, Donovan Mitchell. What? Huh? She's Christina. <laughs> Hello. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie, Christina, and Travis. My friends and I just made some late night tacos, and we had a debate about the best and worst tacos. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of this question. Since it's about tacos, I feel like Christina might have a hot take about this. What are the mo- mo- must-have ingredients for tacos? And what kinds of tacos will you always refuse? Personally, I'm done with fish tacos, no matter what else is included with the fish. And I don't really like steak in my tacos either. I'm all about chicken, cheese, and salsa, and the taco has to be a street taco. So I can eat like three or four of them. No giant tacos. Anyways, thanks for listening to this. Love you. Mean it. Uh. Ryan, I love you and I mean it as well. He called back and said, uh, by the way, I'm Ryan and I'm from San Francisco. So, uh, or sorry, the Bay Area. So Ryan, uh, thank you, love you, mean it. Uh, Second thing before we answer the question, because you know I got to stack a bunch of topics before we actually get to the point. uh, It is so hard to play these voicemails with my phone really close to the microphone without tapping the microphone with my phone. (laughs) You'll probably hear me do it at least twice per episode. uh, Yeah, but Katie, I take the mp3 you and do put it see in travis and i appreciate that but i want you to know that i was just getting you off the hook immediately i was assuming you weren't doing that and uh and so you know what extra points for you high quality production over here extra points for you because every time my hand is shaking and because this is always the podcast is always the first physical activity i do for the day and <laughs> that's exactly as silly as it should sound i don't do anything and then i you know log on to do this and so i, I tap it you should go to the gym I get earlier shaky. oh i go to the gym directly before the podcast but the first physical activity of the day is holding my phone up to the microphone and it's very shaky (laughs) it's very stressful for me so i'm glad we got that figured out the question is what are must-have uh ingredients for tacos and what kind of tacos will you always refuse i want it to be stated for the record that i choose these voicemails and i know exactly i i I heard this one and i'm like this is going to be good for christina christina's going to love this or it might trigger her i know she's had a recent experience with lime juice we're good now we're good now yeah and i also she's showing me her finger as if i can oh look it looks good uh it's a whole finger so that's good uh i I do know that the the tacos have not held on to the like you still eat tacos even though you had that terrible experience so i knew that this would be a a, i just had tacos two nights ago of course you did you're about to have tacos again in five minutes i feel like probably either way i knew this i knew this question was for you and i knew travis always has hot food takes that people gravitate towards (laughs) either because they hate them so much or they love them so much if those things weren't the case i would not have picked this voicemail because i know my answer to this is the wrong answer That puts me Mm. as the host in a real dilemma here where I'm like, do I speak my truth and take the heat or do I just uh, lie and pretend I like the things that everybody else likes? And folks, I'm not going to lie to you. So what's about to happen is I'm going to tell you my must-have ingredients for tacos and I'm going to tell you tacos that I will always refuse. And if you come to me to yell at me about how that's stupid, actually you're stupid because it's just about me. I'm not saying PSA everybody <laughs> do this. I'm saying Katie Nolan and her child's palate enjoys the following things. 
I like there to be a meat. Chicken's fine. I'm going mostly carnitas. I'm almost always going carnitas. It's not a must-have. If we're talking must-haves, it's got to have a protein. Um, cheese. Lots of it. I mean, the more cheese you're putting on there, I would actually like for there to be a two, almost two classes of cheese, not to create some sort of a, a caste system here, but I'd like there to be the cheese that's close to the meat that's melted and then more cheese on the top <laughs> of that. I want the cheese layer so thick that I'm also getting some kind of cold shredded cheese so that I'm biting into it and I get the juicy melty cheese and also some of that cheese up top. I love cheese on a taco. Also needs a salsa. I'm going to be so honest here and say that for me, that salsa is usually corn salsa. Here's why. Here's the two ways in which I suck. I don't eat spicy food and cilantro tastes like soap. I like pico de gallo. <laughs> You're one of those people. <laughs> yes, and I wish I wasn't. And I can power through it for certain things. My mom makes a salsa that she's very proud of that I always would feel guilty not eating. So I power through it. It's delicious. Once you've eaten it enough, your mouth can get used to things like your nose can. You know how you go like scent blind where you've just yeah. been somewhere that smells bad long enough that you don't notice? Yeah. If I eat cilantro by the fourth minute, Minute, I'm like okay the soap has faded into the background and now I'm just enjoying the food but I have to power through and if you're not my mom and you're just a person making me tacos I probably don't want to power through so I usually go with a corn salsa but I can't do a spicy salsa I envy those of you who can either way go crazy whichever direction you want meat cheese and some type of salsa are required if we are talking straight up tacos and you're putting beans on it what's happening in your life who hurt you you don't need beans on a taco mm -hmm. beans are what go into a burrito. retweet is that how it works I don't know is that how it works for me yeah if you're putting beans on it it ain't a taco and you've got a weird bean fetish and look I've dated people with weird bean fetishes so it's totally fine there's no judgment I'm just letting you know uh I think those are my must-haves I don't put lettuce in my burrito I don't put lettuce in my tacos um lettuce in general to me is like unless it's a salad it's really not adding anything it's only it's a it's subtraction by addition anytime you put lettuce on something it's taking away from something else unless it's a salad and again these are my opinions and I'm entitled to them and here's the one that's going to make you stop listening to the podcast what kind oh, no. of taco will you always refuse a taco in a corn tortilla a soft <gasps> corn tortilla I know I know what I know it's the cool thing what now is wrong is with you two corn tortillas that are soft and they double wrap them and that's authentic and yeah, I delicious. respect the authenticity there is something about the texture that doesn't work for me I Who hurts like you? it too I know that if if somebody told me that it's it's inappropriate for me to eat tacos if I won't eat them authentically I give that person points and I'll I'll eat less tacos I don't this is why I don't come out and say tacos are my favorite food because I know that the coolest taco is not the taco that I like and so I appreciate tacos and I appreciate the crappy American knockoff that I eat but they're not my favorite because I know I'm not eating the right kind of taco I just like to eat what I eat. I have a child's palate. <laughs> so I don't like corn tortillas unless they're crispy corn tortillas. And I, uh, I understand if you're mad at me about it. But I don't think we need to end our friendship over it. I don't think we need to end our friendship. I think um, you're entitled to your own opinion. Although wrong, I deem it wrong. But, you know, it's fine. Um, I love tacos arguably too much i eat tacos way too often she's willing to cut her finger off for him 
Yeah, I had tacos a, a day after I went to the urgent care <laughs> because I sliced my finger open making them. Um, I'll eat anything from like Taco Bell tacos to like your finest gourmet, most authentic taco. I'll eat anything in between. However, oh. I also am picky about what goes in them. I know what kind of tacos I like. What are your I don't steps? like – I like the yellow corn tortillas mm-hmm. I, I don't like white corn for some reason it it's like more chalky i mean that is a lot bougier of a picky request than mine. No, uh, but do, I, do you eat I, your tacos with your pinky do out you or? ask them which type I'm of corn just they use telling you that you not at a restaurant no but if i make them anti-white home, corn tortillas yes yes okay i don't like so what i have made what's the both- opposite of supremacist you are that <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also don't like beans in my tacos, so no. Thank you. Um, I also, I'm so I'm not a like Ryan. I don't like steak in my tacos unless what? it's very like thin or very um, tender. If it's like the like when I go to like a, I don't want to say the name of of the company. They don't sponsor us, but if you oh, were yeah. to go to a place where you would get tacos or burrito bowls, so to say, I, I'm not putting Chipotle, flip Chipotle, yeah. yeah, yeah, that place. I'm not getting. I'm, I actually you watch your would, mouth. I would, whenever I go there, Travis, and I know this isn't a trigger you. I get a veggie bowl. I don't put the chicken or <laughs> Travis took <laughs> his hat off. Oh, or a or veggie bowl. If they or I'll get the like the carnitas because I like carnitas. I like Me things too. that are like shredded beef. I like shredded. Too. Yep, I like shredded pork. I like shredded. I get beef. what you're saying. I like shredded Look, there's, chicken. A, there's a there's a shape that steak or beef can come in that I don't understand where it occurs in the animal, but is actually the ideal <laughs> yeah, for like, a taco. Where I'm it's like, like that thin little. It almost looks like the little things that are in the Little Mermaid. They're like squiggly, and I'm like, I don't know how this beef reached this uh, shape, but I'm not going to ask a lot of questions because boy, is it delicious. Yeah, like I, if the beef, like especially steak, if it's too thick and chewy, it, it is ruins the taco because yeah. you. You can't chew it it ruins and the chicken, experience if the chicken's not pulled if it's cubed it could be too yeah dry. exactly yeah. it's too dry it's not flavored correctly so if i'm getting tacos or making tacos i like anything shredded pulled like pulled pork shredded beef shredded chicken and now um, I, took, I took a little heat for saying this before and by a little heat i mean one person said something but i it's because of the wetness it's moisture yes you want something to be juicy you don't want to bite in and be like yeah, exactly. And that's why, and you didn't mention this, but I am dousing my tacos in sour cream. I love Ooh, sour yeah. cream. Sour, love, 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 love. That was a miss by me, but is absolutely on my list. I also and love sour cream. I don't always put salsa in my tacos, but if I'm ever using salsa, it needs to be green salsa. I don't I don't go for like red salsa. I like the green salsa because sometimes it's spicy, but most yeah. times it's like that mild, more peppery salsa. And you know I think what, that that tastes better. You know what slaps that I don't ever use anymore because I only used them because it came in the – I used them in my childhood because my mom and dad would buy the boxes, like the taco kits. Oh, yeah, And they yeah. always came with taco sauce. That – once you start living in the real world and buying tacos, it's like you get salsas, but there's never really taco I, sauce. I have taco it's sauce in my fridge. <laughs> I love taco sauce. Yeah, I have I, taco I, sauce. We used to always have a bottle of it in our fridge growing up, and now I don't. And I'm like, you know what? It's probably not the right thing to put on tacos, but man, it's like hot no, it's sauce good. for people that don't like spiciness. Exactly. It's not spicy, but it's also Flavor not a salsa. Sauce. It's not chunky. It's like it's just a smooth Those are my salsa. Cops. The cops are coming for me, not for you. Um, They're coming for your takes. 
Ooh. Well, also, Both wait, of you. before we move on to Travis's whatever, however you construct your tacos, I also need a ton of cheese. Uh, but I also like, um, like, not nacho cheese, but like a, a melted cheese. A queso. So, yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, queso. So, like, I, I'll do shredded cheese, but I prefer queso. Okay. Travis, your time has come. You have been bubbling over with excitement about your turn to say what the correct... I should never let you go last because you're always like, everything you guys said is stupid. Here's the right answer. Go ahead. There isn't any bad, like, taco. That's the greatness of a taco. Any meat well, that's can go incorrect. on there. Steak is amazing. Fish tacos, amazing. Now, fish tacos, tacos are overrated. You named the meat... It works. Fish That's tacos the greatness are of tacos is the variety. You can go somewhere and be like, uh, give me a chicken taco. Give me a lobster taco. Ugh. Give me a carnitas. Like you can. See, my, my problem with that is the texture of shrimp and lobster, unless it's really tender. Again, I don't want a chewy taco. I want like the filling of my taco to be soft and juicy. And I don't, I don't want like most times fish tacos are kind of rubbery. And I yeah, don't like that. Nah, nah, I love a fish taco. You know why? Because fish tacos always come on flour tortillas. They never put a fish taco on a corn tortilla. Don't know why, but I, I know that it's true. I know I can just trust it's coming on a flour tortilla. I, but I yeah, agree. I've never heard of a fish taco on like a hard shell. Hard shells are stupid. Hard oh, shells I, like are good. Ha- I like hard hey, shells. Hey, I like hard hey, shells. If you're going to Taco Bell, you better respect a hard shell. I order I know, hard I shells. I will never order a hard shell Taco Bell. The only what? time I ever have any sort of hard shell is my cheese gordita crunch because it has protection. It's a hard shell and it's at Taco Bell, so you're a liar. Anyway, but liar, it, keep but, going. It's, but it has what's yeah. on the outside Just get outside to the, of answer it. the question. We have a lot of sports to get to today, please. And then you, you have to have cheese. <laughs> okay. You got to uh-huh. go with a corn salsa. Okay. Wow, I, I thought I'd be in the minority on that. I do like corn salsa. Now, the greatness with tacos are I can blindly order tacos and because of the meat and the taco, if they have, let's say, some raw onions on it, it's Ooh, not going to be a lot and it's not going to overpower. So you, I think you can tolerate items in a taco that you may not like otherwise. Okay. Like beans, as long as they're not runny, if there's some in there, I can, I can yeah. handle them. I'm not going to yeah. pick them, but I can just order tacos on a menu and know that I'm going to enjoy them. Like, oh, that's nice. On numerous occasions, I've ordered pork belly tacos, and I absolutely hate them. So to answer his question of what what taco no would yeah. you always say no to, I have now tried pork belly tacos at three different restaurants, and I've hated it every single time because it's so too if, fatty of a here's beef. Here's the thing. Sure. Here's the thing. It feels like you keep saying yes to it, though. You've because I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. you hated them every time. So yes, you won't and always also, say no to them. You will here's always the thing. say yes. You'll just hate it. I just, maybe I like to get hurt. I don't know. I, I think that's kind of what I'm learning over <laughs> the last few like. weeks is I'm like, Christina just keeps kind of inviting some chaos into she her She likes life. pain. I, she yeah, might. I don't know. I'm also very easily persuaded. If there's a bunch of people, oh, we're all going to get the, okay, fine, me too. I hated it, but okay. And I still right. hate it. I think you got to stand up for yourself, Tina. Yeah, I should. You got to be like, look, I don't like them because they're always rubbery. And I know that. So I'm not going to fall for this again. I won't be fooled again. And then you hit the guitar. Next time. Maybe. Travis, what taco are you always saying no to? It sounds like from your little soliloquy there that you're saying yes to every taco. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any like 
there's probably some weird items out no, there that I would say. you just said, if there's a taco on a menu, I know I can order it and enjoy it, which is... And you said blindly. Yeah. So there is no, no taco like, you're saying no to. I'm trying to think of... There isn't like pretty much just about any protein I'll, I'll eat or fish. It's okay to just say, yeah, Katie, you nailed it. Yeah, I think I don't think there is one that I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't. Tacos are ta- they're amazing. So in other there. words, yes, Katie, you we nailed took it. A, we took the long, the scenic route, but we got there. There's the answer to your. I think we did it. I think we all answered Ryan's question. Does that feel weird for you guys that each one of us a has provided bit. an actual answer to the two part question that was asked? And all a little different too. Yeah, weird. What's Go up? Us. I don't. This is what is strange. this? Uh, if you have a question that you want us to answer, or if you would rather us just like talk around it and not answer it, you can always specify. We're we're usually pretty good at that. You can leave us a voice message at eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. Hi guys. Hello. What's going on? How we doing? We're I'm good. Travis okay. apparently had a pretty busy weekend. Here's a question I have. Why'd you FaceTime me? What? Wait, first of all, I'm a little offended I didn't get a FaceTime. You did. You did. Travis you did. I FaceTimed did? us both. Yeah. Also, Christina, a separate I? problem that I'm working on. Uh, your phone number keeps getting saved in my phone and then unsaved. So I keep oh, getting I have that issue too. Between Travis what? and a and a number, and I'm like, not with your number. With I have friends where their number it doesn't that's like. So weird. I'm like, I've it, it can't be Christina. Who is Travis Facetiming me with? So I didn't answer it because that and because <laughs> oh, you should don't Facetime somebody without saying, "Hey, I'm about to Facetime you." Pick up. Wait, that's when did you Facetime? I have no Facetime. Saturday today. night. Why? What was I doing Saturday night? Well, it kind of goes into what I was doing on Saturday night. What's? Oh, you were on a date. <gasps> oh, Damn it, Christina! No! Why won't your number save in my phone? Oh, wow! Come on, I, you FaceTimed from the date. Are you sure that you have my number correctly? Because I did not get this FaceTime. I mean, I'll read it out loud to you. Do you have two phones? No. The issue sure I've no. run into now is I had Look. two phones when I first got here, and my old phone didn't work, but my work phone did. Well, that's my name. And I now have to text people and be like, don't text me on my work phone anymore. Like, you have to, I got a better phone. Uh, yeah, it, 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 this is you. 203 is you. Yes. Here, yeah. let's just see. I'm testing it right now. No, I'm not going to join your FaceTime call, Travis. But oh, I now I if- have it. There we go. I, yeah, I definitely is, didn't get this on Saturday. Can we get back to the, you FaceTimed us from a date. And I'm trying to decide if that means it was going well or it was going poorly. So yeah, we'll, walk we'll start, us through. Yeah, so... Uh, went on a she second date. Shall remain unnamed. Let's yes. call her Myrtle, because <laughs> that'll be fun for me. Did you kiss Myrtle? Okay, sorry. Keep going. So second date. Okay. And mm-hmm. we went, and so then I had reservations. So we sit down and having drinks. Did you meet I, her outside? I did. Yes. Score one for Travis. <laughs> I. Uh, Lesson learned. Different yeah. restaurant than where you met last time? Yes, different. Okay. Of course. It would be very weird if you went of to the course. same You can't do the same <laughs> I was just place. wondering. I know, but it would be super weird and I just <laughs> wanted that to be known. Sorry, go ahead. And sitting down and we had drinks and then we got an appetizer and then she had the great idea. Let's just move over to the bar because they were like, you know, cleaning out the dining area mm. and, you know, kind of like closing like, hey, the kitchen's going to close. Did you close out with your server? Yes. Good. Um. Oh. No, we kept the tab open. No! Just next mm. time, close out with your server. Because if they're closing up the dining room, that server wants the tip and they want to go home. They want to end their tabs and go home. If they transfer it, then they don't get the tip. I didn't think about that. Yeah, but that's okay. Lesson gr- learned. She, 
she had the great idea. Let's move over to the bar and sit there and have drinks and continue instead of just sitting over here in this like desolate area where there's sure. like more action over at the bar. So we're sitting there mm-hmm. talking. Have mm-hmm. it was just very seamless conversation, and I forget how it got brought up. And I was like, should I just Facetime him? And so we, I tried you to don't Facetime you guys. How it was brought up, but I'll let you get away. No, with I honestly it. do it like because the conversation was very just like. I saw Easy. the boomerang on Instagram. That was cute. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Oi. You tagged me in a story. What was yeah. that? I missed that boomerang. too. Okay, you want to know what happened? I was on my phone. I'm on my phone so much that I got the notification that you tagged me in a story. And I'm like, I can't right away click on that because then I look like I'm desperate to know what Travis tagged me in. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just remember to go back to it later and check. But and then, then you would have seen that. I was on the... I wonder which one was first too. I can't remember if the FaceTime or the boomerang. If you would have checked the boomerang, then you would have. I those were on two different days because if they were on the same day, I feel like I would have been like, something must be up with Travis. He's sending out signals. He needs my help. But yeah, well, it was just a very uh, fun date where it didn't seem like it was like. It did was she conver- give you? Did she give you? Because she was like, so you're definitely not actually friends with these people and they don't answer your phone calls. And they don't. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely like, She's yeah, like, are okay. you pretending? Are you not even the guy from the podcast? Are you some other guy? She's very good at matching my wits. Oh, Travis, it's so Ooh. difficult. <laughs> but like, just like <laughs> throw this it back guy. at me and like Listen put me in my place. Guy. Listen to the things he says. And then, uh, then we had a dessert while I was sitting at the bar having drinks. Did you skip dinner? Yeah, appetizer, dessert. I kind of respect that. Okay, yeah, I kind of like that. Because then we it's had like that. a giant so you get soft for pretzel appetizer? for the appetizer. Nice. Ooh. With beer then, cheese? Yes. Mm. Obviously. And then Perfect. a Some cookie chocolate. with ice cream. Ooh, like, a, like a really like warm, that. like skillet yeah, cookie. Yeah, did it come oh, in like, yeah. the, the cast iron? Yes. Yeah, I respect that. I love a cookie. A cookie that's masquerading as a pie? Sign me up. Okay, cool. Well, so I'm that glad it went great. well. I'm really yeah, glad so you had a good I think day. it went really well. Don't FaceTime people without letting them know that you're going to FaceTime them, and then they'll probably answer. But I was going to text you guys, I, but I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'm just going to do it. No, yeah, I still wouldn't answer. I don't, my face doesn't even come you close to met makeup her. over the, yeah, but she would have looked at me and been like, that's what you look like when you're not on television? Yikes. And then I, I don't even like, remember what I was doing Saturday night. Mean. I probably was like sleeping by the time, because I had literally nothing going on this weekend. Well, you so. responded early in the morning. I uh, did to my uh, Instagram post. Huh? The sad, the sad truth of my life right now is that I um went on the weekends that Dan goes away because every other you know either every weekend or every other weekend Thursday through Sunday he's gone. Uh, I every if you told me something happened on Saturday that actually happened on Thursday I wouldn't notice. Once I'm alone in this house with a dog, it's one long day. It's one long day that all looks exactly the same. <laughs> We're just like, hey, should we get out of the bed and go to the couch? Should we get oh, out from the couch I, I and go to the now. bed? I do see now. It was like 6.30 in the morning when I yeah. said. What? She responded early <laughs> on Instagram. Well, so, okay, my... here's what I was doing. I didn't have anything going on on Saturday. Um, my boyfriend and I were at our friend's house like for like a day drink during the day. So we were home early. So we went to bed early. So I was like passed out by what like 9 p.m. Like? Yeah. So I woke up early like obnoxiously early sunday that's morning. that's why you didn't see the facetime then you were asleep yeah probably and um i responded with "Ooh, the same girl with hard eyes and travis just goes yeah yeah that's <laughs> just like that's, okay you gotta christina you gotta match his wit you gotta yeah, meet apparently. him halfway match that wit 
Apparently. Uh, you went to Sam's Club. Oh, no, that's Travis. Well, so, so do you me. want, though, on the next date, do you want me to give you a heads up and then do you want the FaceTime? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely the- say that and then FaceTime. But give me like five minutes in between so I can put on some tinted moisturizer and pretend that my skin is flawless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let, let's decide. Let's not do like, like late at night. I yeah. can't show up like this to your FaceTime. It's not going to do anything for you. That's not going to be helpful for you. We're sitting there and we were at the like the short end of the bar on the end, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in came, we'll call them a couple. Who knows if they were. But then they started doing the like awkward making out at the bar oh oh my. no no like, no 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 yeah. and at one point he's like rubbing her shoulders with both his hands oh my like God. not, okay, not no, kissing no, no. but just like you know what though shout out to them because them doing that probably broke the tension that the two of you it gave you guys something to laugh yeah about. exactly that was laughing but there there wasn't any like awkwardness like the conversations are very I love Easy. this I, really I know this love, is so I mean, great I'm getting my hopes up so yeah <laughs> Are you, you guys are gonna like put? Pre- I feel pressure that if no, I no, screw no. this up, that you're no. gonna like. Travis, you can't screw it up. I Just have butterflies true, for you. Stay true to yourself. Be honest. Be who you are, which I don't think you cannot do. If this pod's yeah, I think it's pretty impossible. And so just like stay true and I hope that it works out. And if it doesn't, then it wasn't supposed to. And go get them. Go get the next one, Tiger. But this is I just feel like you seem happy when you discuss it. And that makes me happy for you. Well, thank you. Shout out to Myrtle. She's doing God's work. Um, <laughs> what happened at Sam's Club? Speaking of Myrtle's. Um. So I went to Sam's Club today. I just mm-hmm. let me just read. It says went to Sam's Club today. Almost went John Wick on somebody, and I, I don't see how these could be related. And I'm excited to find out because you called me the John Wick of Sam's Club once. When? When I was talking about knocking cell phones oh, yeah. out of people. But it was John Wick mm-hmm. was the wrong reference. It really should have been the Equalizer. So I was in my car, and I already I could see it coming from a mile away. The guy was floating things into the back of his SUV, and he just leaves the cart there. No. I could see him walking. I could see him walking away. So I'm. Did you say something? One, so I'm in one spot to the left, but behind him in the other one. Okay. So I, I'm pull, I'm able to pull through my parking spot. Mm-hmm. I just roll down the window and I go, "Not going to return the shopping cart, huh?" Ooh, Travis! Spicy. He quickly wow. closed the door. So then <gasps> he, I. Pull, so he still I, didn't do it. No. So he then closed the door. So then I pull right. So I'm now like in front of his car and I just give him a thumbs up as I drive off. Nice, passive aggressive. What huh. was he driving? Like a rat. Why was it a suburban? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, shout out to that kid. That stop doing that. Stop because it it it's based on a mentality that someone else is going to do it for you. It's just like the most obvious societal example of like not handling your own and expecting other people to pick up your slack. It's like the the level one of like, come on, it doesn't just get done magically. You, it, someone has to do it. So you do it because you brought it out there. And don't say it's someone's job. It's someone's job to get the carts and bring them back to the... But don't get... They, they put them in the parking lot now. They put little cart receptacles in the parking lot for you lazy people. Do you call them shopping carts, by the way? Yeah, what do you call them? I do too, but I've heard people like call them carriages. And I, I used of- to call them carriages, but then... I feel like I, I may have called I've it. Like, I don't think much about it. 
I, well, I think carriage is like a northeastern slang. Yeah, that sounds like it's it's definitely like regional because I used to call it a carriage and then moving around everywhere I started calling it a cart because people didn't know what I was talking about. I think once the internet started calling it your shopping cart, like put things in your cart, I think that word just kind of became yeah. the one that we all stuck with. Carriage could have won. It fought valiantly, but uh it's just longer than the word cart and for those reasons it's out. True. Um well, Travis, thank you for maintaining social etiquette. Thank you for fighting the good fight at a will, Sam's Club. I will admit, on Saturday, I had the, I was uh, getting my car worked on, so I was sitting in the lobby, or what do you want to call it, and this woman got on her phone on FaceTime talking with somebody, and had I not had to be stuck in the room with her for the next however long it was going to take, I would have spoken up, but I didn't want to, and then have to just sit there. Mm. With the awkwardness, so I mm. kept my headphones in because I was listening to music and didn't speak up. So it did hurt me to let her get a pass. Yeah, that is that. really obnoxious. John Wick wouldn't have stayed silent. But I was going to be there. Like It was smart because I was going to be there. I was there for almost well, like conflict two Conflict doesn't like, always was... have to mean that you're going to be in a fight for the rest of your life. You I thought about saying something to say, her as I left. Hey, that's kind of rude when you do that. Have you considered not doing that? Like I got a phone call and I got up and stepped outside and answered it yeah well you know everybody's different and i think a lot of people don't realize that they're being rude um mostly because a lot of people who think that other people are being rude are afraid to be rude and tell them that they're being rude so it's just kind of like rude people get away with rudeness (laughs) because non-rude people don't want to be rude by telling someone that they're being rude it's not rude to tell someone that you think they're being rude normal it's actually anti-rude so normalize that and they can disagree they're yeah. welcome to that, but you it's not can rude to it. say, oh, I think um, people around you might be judging you right now, and I'm the one with the balls to let you know. So do with that what you will. There you go. There's a line to drop on a stranger. Perfect. <laughs> Don't do it all willy-nilly. Just be responsible. Um, we, Christina, do you have anything important for Friendly Banter, or can we move on? We have a ton of sports to get to. No, we I can move really, on. I, I did I have nothing. nothing to offer. I did nothing. Quickly, though. What, Christina. Travis? That's your fifth item. What? Christina, below deck fan now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did start yeah, yeah. below deck. Hey, uh, guess who also knows that and, and took that into account for the final question of the podcast? I gave okay. us a little space where we can Ooh, talk about that. We'll and it's save like it. The final question of the podcast. Okay. Advance the podcast. Um. Oh, man. Now I was going to say something that is just lost and gone forever. It'll Today on to the you. podcast, it won't. Today on the podcast, we have <laughs> a lot of sports to get to. Uh, it was a very bad weekend to have what seemed to be a commanding lead. We have three examples of mm-hmm. that going awry. Uh, Simone Biles is absolutely incredible. That's basically all we're going to say about it, but just in a couple more words, because I feel like she deserves every flower that exists, and I'd like us to give her some. Um, what else happened? There's the NFL lawsuit that's very bad and confusing, but we're going to talk about that a little because it's a big story that I'm not seeing covered as much as I'd like it to be. The College World Series, obviously Travis has hot takes, um, and I love softball. It was so nice this weekend to just be like, boy, I remember loving this so much. It was so fun to watch. You were right, Travis, and I don't say that lightly. I, um, there was a fight last night between two Despicables that I I (laughs) will get into, but if you're sensing that I'm fired up, it's why. Um, I probably shouldn't have subjected myself to any of it, and yet I did. There's an F1 update that I know nothing about, but I assume one or both of you will provide things for, um... And then that men's national team, the U.S. men's national team soccer game, 
uh, last night against Mexico was wild for 17 different reasons. So we'll talk about that. And I think that's, and then also, oh, there's playoffs for two sports. I mean, there's a lot. We have a lot to get to. The playoffs coverage, here's the thing. This isn't the podcast you come to when you're like, I uh, need to know the in-depth breakdown of the Nuggets' chances. Watch the jump. We just, we know that exists. We, uh, I know a one-stop shop would be great, but there just isn't an, uh, there's not a lot of value to us spending a ton of time talking about the sports that get a ton of coverage just right now. It's just how it's going to go today. And so I love you and I'm sorry, but there's so much fun stuff to talk about. Before we do any of that, someone has to pay us to do it. And today, one of those someones is Quip. And so Travis, how would you like me to tell people about toothbrushing? As if you were an Uber or a Lyft or some other taxi driver who won't just let you sit there in peace. Oh, just like a very chatty, a chatty Kathy that you're in a closed space A chatty with. Chad. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to pretend to be a guy because that would just get Well, I didn't annoyed. want it to sound like it has to be a woman that's the chatty person. Yeah, I'm just going to be, a, it's chatty Kathy is, as with most things on this podcast, gender neutral. Okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Hi, how are you? Good. I'm good. Good. Having a good day. Yeah. You uh, is this your house you're leaving, or you go? Or are you going home? Am I taking you home right now? Yeah, going home. Going home. Cool, cool. <laughs> I've had a day. Oof, I've been in this car since. I've been. In, it's my seventh, seventh, the seventh half hour, seven and a half hours. I've been in this car. It's been a long shift, mm. and I found out from one of the guys I was driving earlier that mouthwash mouthwash hasn't changed in a hundred and forty years. Isn't that crazy? Like, I can't think of a thing that hasn't changed in 140 years, but mouthwash, something that I put in my mouth. Most brands are still selling these big bulky bottles that are mostly full of water and alcohol. That's why the oral care experts at Quip created a mouthwash that gives you more of the ingredients you need and less of the stuff that already comes out of your faucet. It's like, you know, makes Mm. sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, their alcohol-free four-time concentrated mouthwash comes in an eco-friendly refill bottle that's 100% recyclable. It's all about the planet, you know? That's what we're all talking about right now, the planet. Do you not care about the planet? I love the planet. Yeah. You love the planet, did you say? I can't oh, hear yeah. you. I do. Can you take your headphones out? I just think we'd have a better conversation if you take your headphones out. <laughs> um, it's, uh, so it's an eco-friendly refill bottle. It's 100% recyclable. It's their way of helping make your mouth a little cleaner and the earth a little greener. It, like kind of rhymes, which I think is pretty sweet. Is the temperature in here okay for you? That's fine. Okay. If you want it hotter or colder at any point, just let me know. And you know what? The Quip, the, Quip, the Makers, the electric toothbrush uh, and floss that you hear about all the time, they've launched a new mouthwash to help complete your clean. I just feel like not enough people are talking about that. So I just wanted to make sure that you knew about that. So again, if you want hotter or colder, and then also Quip makes mouthwash now. So And music. Do you want me to put on some music? No, I'm good. I'll put my headphones on. I'm going to put on talk radio and put on really loud. But it's going to be about a subject you know absolutely nothing about. You're going to wonder where this station even is broadcasting, that they are going (laughs) so in-depth on tax law. And you just don't understand it. But you know what? I understand it. You know what else I understand? Quip's refillable mouthwash. It's good for your mouth and it's good for the planet. It's got a four-time concentrated formula. I may have mentioned that before, but it does say it again here. Um, it's It ships you less water. Like, why am I paying money for Quip for mouthwash people to send me while I have water? And Quip was like, you got it. We'll take a lot of the water out. We'll make it concentrated. I don't need to send you. You don't got to bring sand to the beach. Do you know? Do you like the beach? Yeah. It's getting hot out there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hot out. How's the temperature in here? Still good? 
That's good. All right. Are well, we there each, yet? Each eco. No, we still have about 25 more minutes. But you know what? There's another route that I take. Nobody knows I have this little shortcut. And I want to take that route. And it's it's sometimes it it usually shaves off about four minutes, but it has also been Perfect. known to add thirty. So we'll, no. see, we'll just roll the <laughs> dice on that. Um, each of these eco-friendly refill. I'm talking about the mouthwash again because I really feel like I I just sorry I gotta get this off my chest. I'm fired up about it. Each eco-friendly refill replaces a big bulky bottle from one of those other brands once diluted. And Quip's refill bottles are made from 100% recyclable plastic. It's like when you order soda delivery and you ask them not to put any ice in it. Because it's like by the time it gets here, the ice is going to be melted. It's going to be diluted. So it's like, you know, Quip is just doing that essentially. You can add a mouthwash refill plan to make sure your rinse never runs out. With a customizable subscription, you can get refills automatically delivered straight to your door every three months. And if you go to getquip.com slash Nolan5, who are the other four? If you go to getquip.com slash <laughs> Nolan5 right now, um, I was assume it's Nolan Ryan's podcast that must have some sort of a, a read. Christopher Nolan has a podcast and then there's a podcast about Christopher Nolan movies called Nolan and so that has Nolan 3 and then um, Nolan Sutherland, a kid I went to middle school with, I assume he's dropped a podcast and he's doing pretty well for himself. He always wore those puka shell necklaces so girls mm. thought he was cute and he had like flowy hair so he deserves Nolan 4. I can't take Are it. Are we there so. yet? Nolan 5 and that's a that's $5 off. I'm giving you a coupon. I'm giving you a discount. I'm helping you out. It's $5 off a mouthwash starter kit, which includes a refillable dispenser and a 90 dose supply of Quip's four-time concentrated formula at getquip.com/nolan5. That's spelled G E T Q U I P.com/nolan5. And speaking of 5, 5 stars. A 5-star rating would be really nice for me. It would really help me with the company. Would you be willing to give me a 5-star rating and leave a nice review today? Sure. Thank you so much. Can I watch you do it? Let me just see your phone. I got to go. Quip, the Good Habits Company. Hey, we did it. The NBA did it too. And by it, I mean the playoffs. <laughs> uh, we are at the time that you're listening to this, I think all of the this round has started, right? Except, I mean, the Clippers and the Jazz first game is Tuesday night, so it will be tonight. Uh, but the Clippers, they did it. They made it. Uh, Kawhi. They sure did. Friday night, must win game six. Where was that game? I, I, did this series In Dallas. Have, did this series have no home wins? Uh, game seven had a home win. Great. Just crazy. Uh, but Kawhi went off on Friday, scored 46, saved their season. Then Sunday on Game 7, he was 28-10-9 and nine, and led them into the second round. So the Clippers did it. They heard you say, oh, no, are they going to not do it again? And they were like, we did it. They're just trying to create some <laughs> drama for us. Yeah, sure. And they did. We should think Love them. drama. They did. What is the Clipper? What is it a reference to? Huh? Uh, haircuts. I mean, it isn't, but this is me going, how have I not questioned this before? Why are they called the, the person that created the team was a big fan of uh, getting his hair cut. I d see you're saying that like it's a fact and I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't think so. 100% don't right. think that's, that's correct. Fine. Well, the Clippers did it. They cut through the bull and made their way to the next round where they will face the Jazz. Los um, Angeles' real team. After What? I mean, what a weird hill. What connection do you have to this? Why does None whatsoever. You? Travis yeah, has no connection. Yeah. He just so wants to start this, a fire. Why are you just swinging? You're just closing your eyes and swinging into a crowd. Don't Other than a fight. sitting there and watching the pitch come by and getting struck out looking. 
Yeah, but why? Why stir up violence? I just, why? I just don't understand you, and I have to accept that. After Game 7, Paul George and Luca were talking, and Paul George took his jersey off, and then Luca's like, so you assume that they were going to swap. And it looked Luca, like there was going to be a swap. And then Luca said something to him, and then he walked away. And then later they asked Luca about it, and he was like, yeah, I sent one after in the locker room. What did he say? I don't you want your tell sweaty you're jersey. Really good at reading, but it, it, like there was some sort of like laugh and he walked off. Yeah, I would definitely assume he was like, you don't want this one. It's very sweaty. But yeah, that's I would assume. I wouldn't that's want like it. That's kind of the whole thing about jersey swaps is like they're supposed to happen right there. It's always been a fascinating custom. You me. want the There's, jersey from that game. Yeah, and I, yeah. I don't. But I, yeah, I don't. I guess I understand that people do, but it makes it seem so much weirder if you go to Jersey Swap with someone and instead they send one to you. It's like, no, I didn't just. I could buy a, I could buy a jersey. But also, what am I supposed to do it? with this jersey now? Like, thank well, you for sending it to me. What they do is they get up. They haven't signed it in, in their man cave or whatever. They have them all like framed, <laughs> and yeah, hung and up. that's ah. and that's cool, and I get that. But it's just like a. It feels like. Like I beat him in game seven, and, and this, then they give you something else, and you're like, "Well, that's not now. It's weird. Now I so don't this, want it anymore." This jersey is from the game seven off. that I my beat him, but off. actually, it's a jersey <laughs> that they had in the locker room that he didn't actually wear for the yeah, game that I beat like him my, in here. I, but now I'm standing here with my shirt off like a dickhead. And yeah, like, now now I literally have no shirt on. <laughs> obviously, none of us want to hold your sweaty jersey, but it's like an accepted thing. So now I took my shirt off, and you're like, "I'm going to send you one that's not sweaty," and I'm like, "Okay, do I put my sweaty shirt? Did Paul George put his game his shirt back on?" Or did he, he just walk around shirtless and embrace the fact that now he's standing there shirtless? Well, you had, always, he had a compression underneath. Sure. Like I've always wanted somebody to just straight up be like, no, thank you. <laughs> to just, you know, Seinfeld. He'd be like, Kesha. ooh, no, not no, for me. You no, know what? I actually don't. No. And I don't want to give you mine. I'm I was hoping that of yours. he didn't. And so when after the game, he would have been like, no, nah, I wasn't going to give him my jersey. Like, I was hoping for that. Yeah, but he didn't. He sent him one anyway. That kind of took the the fun out of it. That's the basketball coverage you're going to get here. But, what? Like, do you have to be a certain level to request a jersey swap? I've never understood the economy of it, but it does fascinate me. Like, you have to pay for know. the jersey, but... It would like, feel really silly. I, it would be very embarrassing if you went up to a player and you were like, jersey swap? Like, I, this. This would be my nightmare if I took my shirt off. For yeah, oh, my reasons. God. Wait, can you imagine? But you if I took my to shirt someone? off and I went up to somebody and was like, big fan, like, good job out there. Let's swap jerseys. And they were like, yeah, I am. Um, like, no. no, I'm not going to do that. But I'll, I'll have some, I'll have one of my people send you one. I'd be like, oh, my God, I retire. <laughs> I retire from playing this sport. I don't I play. I don't want to work like, with coach, you. I can't out. see you at the water cooler. I'm mortified. I just said, you're cool. It's like sending Kate Chastain a second DM. It's like, oh, yeah. God, why'd I do that? Why? It's I literally like, hi, want to be my friend? No, Can thanks. I have too many. looking down like, shirtless and be like, why am I like this? <laughs> why did I do this? I wish I would. Why did I wait till I walked over and then took my, I should have gotten verbal confirmation before I removed my shirt. And now what do I do? Now yeah, that, I look well, like the idiot standing here holding oh, my shirt God. Asking for your shirt. Ugh. Play well, that's, Paul's got to ask him. And also, if I was look at him, like, actually, I was going to go to Kawhi and do a yeah, swap. Yeah, that's the other yeah, thing I'd be like, afraid of. What? Like, if I'm not the leader of the team in somebody it also i could picture being uh i could picture being luca somebody asking me for my jersey and i'm like oh my god i was gonna swap i wanted to swap with Kawhi. it was gonna be and i'm so, the best for my team he's the yeah, best like, like i don't swap with you i swap with Kawhi. you and can so get then, christoph porzingis's exactly, jersey paul and so then but imagine having to say it 
And then or yeah, like verbalize not, that. not being able to swap with Kawhi because you just told Paul George that you don't swap jerseys or you gave him some excuse. And then you're like, man, now I can't get Kawhi's jersey like I yeah, want. Yeah, because it would like, be even worse if he was like, nah, sorry, I don't swap jerseys and turns around and goes, and hey, Kawhi, sw- want to swap? It's like swap? when a guy breaks up with you and he's like, I just want to be single right now. And then two minutes later, you're like, well, that's weird. Who's she? Um, it is it, that it would be so this I it's know, exactly I'm why like if you're not starting George. five you're not swapping jerseys I because know, if you, especially if you don't it, touch the court you're not swapping paul jerseys. george and this isn't just paul george i think this is true of many in the in the nba and in sports paul george is always in the starting five of his mind paul george is always the <laughs> star of his team uh it's it is what it is but i think there's a difference between like i think he's you either might have sometimes have to be more than starting five. Like you need to be. You got to be the, the guy. Dude. Yeah. You got to be the guy. But I'm saying Paul George is his own guy. Maybe that's why Luca did a backroom swap with the real jersey with Kawhi and was like to the locker room attendant, like give Paul one of the other jerseys. But then see, then let's let's dive even one layer deeper. Imagine you're Kawhi and you get sent a jersey from Luca, where the person who sends it to you is like he wanted a jersey swap with you, but Paul George was being annoying, and then Kawhi's like. Well, this is a weird way to jersey swap. And so then it just becomes a jersey swap like an Amazon delivery where there's no actual personal interaction and you're just getting somebody else's sweaty goods. It's yeah, weird. that's even grosser to it's like weird. to not even like if Kawhi himself didn't even hand you his sweaty jersey in exchange for yours because you had to awkwardly send it away for if fear you're, if of you're being Luca, an embarrassment. If oh, you're Luca and you have to send this jersey to Paul George now, and I'm assuming, let's just assume because it's funnier that way, that he wanted to do a jersey swap with Kawhi. Do you then take a second jersey and like run around in it and sweat a little bit before you send that one to Paul George and then you send the real like, wipe one my face to Kawhi? With it. Yeah, like yeah. You, you have it you have a ball boy do it, so it's not even your sweat on oh, that jersey. Oh my god, you're saying oh, that, that's even worse. so. What you're saying is that Luca thinks Paul George doesn't even deserve his sweat. You said yes. it, Travis. Travis just said Luca thinks that Paul George does not even deserve his own sweat. He, he gets the ball the boy sweat, sweat. of a ball boy ball sweat. Even weirder, yeah. Is yeah. Like, a lot of times they will like sign the jerseys and everything, but that means you can't wash that jersey. So the jersey that is hanging up. I think you can. It's a permanent marker. Yeah, but it's going to fade it real quickly. Yeah, but if you put it in a case and you're not like yeah, wearing still, it or like, washing just... it again. Yeah, but it just reminds me of like if you ever open that, that will it smell forever? I don't know. It smells go away. Like when you open that. If frame, you are a famous like a athlete with jersey swaps, message us. Yeah, this is a fascinating concept that we will never, ever, ever Luca, partake in. Luca, Luca. Yeah, no, I, I'm never exchanging sweaty shirts with someone, no. And I'm never taking my shirt off in public, sorry. <laughs> no, oh God, no, oh my God. I once uh, saw, there was a photo that went viral on Twitter. These two guys were like leaving the club and they'd been hanging out together all night. And so yeah, they swapped shirts. God, that's Ew. grosser. Ew. That sweat Why? is grosser. And look, if you're worried that we're going to stop talking about sweat, don't be, because it will come back up when we talk about that fight last night. Because we talk a lot of sports. To... Yeah, we're going to talk mm. a lot about sweat and how uncomfortable it makes me in just a few moments. But first, we have to tell you, Jazz Clippers begins Tuesday. Nuggets Suns. That will have started yesterday to you. But to us, your yesterday is our today. So I have no idea Unless what you're listening to it on Thursday. In Nuggets Suns. Uh, I, um... I we th- what's fun about the playoffs right now uh, in basketball is that of the eight teams remaining, 
uh, five of them, the Clippers, the Jazz, the Nets, the Nuggets, and the Sun. What is it, a newspaper? The Suns have <laughs> never won an NBA title. And of the three that have, the ones that are left over, the most recent was the 76ers, and that was in 1983. So we got fresh oh, whoa. meat. We have a fresh meat playoffs, which is like it, – it's one of those ones where it's kind of open season. Everybody gets to pick a team and root for them. So who are we rooting for? Mine has been chosen for me. Um because Which is? You have to go to Denver, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for the Nuggets. Dan loves the Nuggets so much. Makes sense. Uh, watching the Nuggets games with Dan isn't very fun. The Phoenix that's Sun. how I know that he loves them. Sorry, you're what? I was I'm in the, the middle Phoenix of Sun. finishing. Yeah, Katie points, was in the middle of talking. Totally and Travis goes, fine, no, Travis. I'm going to tell you, you my opinion. He wanted to make his joke about the newspaper. Make it again. The Phoenix Suns. He's going to root for the Phoenix Sun. Um, mm. Why is that, Travis? I want Chris Paul to get a title. That's nice. And I think Devin Booker is one nice of those like, upcoming stars that if he gets it now, then he doesn't have to worry about, oh, he's the best player that hasn't won a title. Sure. See, I actually was about to say the same thing because of I course. really like Devin Booker. Of, of course. <laughs> Excuse of me. Course. That was really mean. It's anyway. Tell someone that they're being rude. Yeah, that was rude. Mm-hmm. So anywho, um, I was at Kentucky when Devin Booker played there. And so I really enjoyed watching him play in college. And then when he was drafted to the Suns, I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll be a Suns fan. I wasn't, but you know, I'll still watch. Phoenix and I just have nothing in common. I don't, we don't vibe. It's like Miami. Like I don't, I look at Miami and I'm like, you, I love what you do. It's nothing. It, we don't, you won't like me. And Phoenix <laughs> you won't is, like me. I don't think Phoenix would like me. They're, I don't. I also don't think I would like Phoenix. It's too hot it's there. The dry heat, though, they say. True, but heat, heat is still heat. Yeah. So, okay, we've got two Suns fans. This isn't as fun as I thought it would be. Two Suns fans and a Nuggets fan. I guess we'll figure it out by next <laughs> yeah. round. I mean, nobody wanted to take the Hawks. I could. I'll go with the Hawks, too. Okay, this is uh, this feels pandering. The uh, Joel Embiid uh, returned from a torn meniscus. He scored thirty nine. Still wasn't enough. I know it was almost enough. Hawks. It was almost enough. The 76ers almost came back, but they didn't. And so the Hawks. I saw a picture of a guy. It was in Philadelphia. The game, and I saw a picture of a guy in a Hawks jersey howling from the audience, just like standing up and loving it. And that has to be one of the top five sports feelings for a fan is when you are in enemy territory and your team is, at least at the beginning of the game, beating up on the very loud, brash fans you are surrounded by. And you're just like, I'm wearing the jersey. I'm on the right (laughs) side. You're all bad and can't say anything to me. It's also probably very scary, but it's like a feeling of like, Ooh, you guys can't say shit. scoreboard, scoreboard, scoreboard. Yeah, that's all you house. have to say. It's like, uh, look who's winning. It's not you. You need to, if you're going to do that, you have to be with somebody rooting for the other team. Like you need some protection. Need like a buffer, yeah. Or you have to be with four or five friends that root for your team also. Like you can't go at that alone. Yeah. You have to be prepared to also be the most obnoxious person somebody, many people deal with that day. A lot of people are going to go home and talk about you, about how you ruined their day. You have to just accept that. Yes. Now, my idea, you made me think of it when you said we have fresh meat. This could, I think this would be better for the Super Bowl, but I think it could work for NBA. Instead of just saying the NBA finals and that's it or Super Bowl, and we use Roman numerals. It's the gauntlet. Why don't we copy off of the challenge and come up with a new name for each year? So it's the NBA Presidio and we are. (laughs) Well, this could be NBA fresh meat year. 
Yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, the thing is, Travis, it would be de- it would depend on who made it. Yeah, but you also what you're the- describing is just what sports media does. It turns sports into a TV show. So you're just kind of like saying the quiet part out loud. Well, listen, they did it. Nobody really latched on to the redemption tournament. So I'm just trying something. Just Yeah, you just really want it to be reality TV, which it is if you think about it. That's why I was hoping when they went to the bubble that we'd get cameras in the bubble and made the greatest reality show of all time. Ugh, I wanted that so badly. The challenge, but instead of it being some dumb obstacle course they have to complete, it's the NBA basketball at the highest professional level. You got that would have been so people. cool. Yeah, I mean, they would never have allowed it, but man, no. would it have been the best reality show of all time. Um, well, behind Survivor. It, behind Survivor. That is, the, the as usual, the stances of Travis do not reflect those of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> retweets are not endorsements. Um, the Nets are playing the Bucks, and they're up... Uh, one nothing in the series. But James Harden is out for game two. He has a hamstring tightness. Um, so he's not going to play. And so that's doodly-doo, your basketball update. The NHL! Uh, we are firmly in... This fascinates me. We are firmly in the uh, in the second round. The sirens are me, if you're wondering. I didn't even hear any. To the point I heard where nothing. The, the, the Canadians have quickly... Jumped out ahead of the Jets. Their series before this with the Maple Leafs went seven. And now they're up 3 nothing on the Jets. Suddenly, they are one win away from the Western Conference Finals, which uh, I'm not a fan of. And that's for my personal reasons. Uh, Leza Bichuant and I are not amis. But uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, the Avalanche and the Golden Knights, that series is tied at two. The Islanders and Bruins also tied at two. <laughs> And the Lightning are up 3-1 against the Hurricanes. Julio Jones is on the Titans now. He is a Titan. About damn time. Um, Travis, I know you're a big fan of the Atlanta Falcons Twitter. Did they have anything to say about the Julio Jones trade? So their first like tweet is Julio, and it looks like he's running out into the field, but it's just like the smoke and cloud kind of. You don't see a field. And then the sky's like four fighter jets. And people are like, mm-hmm. the detail. Did he die? Like what? Like the post is just a real awkward <laughs> There's Photoshop. A lot. There's a genre of post from um, like corporate accounts or team accounts or whatever. Anything that isn't just like a person. There is a genre of post that is like it looks like a memorial post. It happens yes. more often than it should where somebody tweets something out with a graphic that you're like, did they die? And it's like, no, they're just speaking at a conference. Seems like, like, did he well, go that's... to the, did he get traded to the Jets? Like where are we? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they did that. Uh, what the trade was, the Titans are sending a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 fourth round pick to the Falcons. And then the Falcons are sending Julio Jones. That's important. And a 2023 sixth round pick to the Titans. Honestly, with all those numbers, I'm just like, so picks were swapped and also Julio. Picks were swapped and it wasn't a first rounder. Fine. Uh, the Falcons, who you know have new leadership, they, they're, they've got a cap problem. A bad one. Arguably, they have inherited the worst cap problem in the NFL. <laughs> they so can't they, pay their draft picks yet, or yeah. they, they 
If they, they it, had like, to get rid of Things got backed up, okay? Things are a little backed up in the finance department. They're working on getting those checks out. Uh, the pandemic was they, hard on everyone, okay? The free trial do, for Netflix ended and they, they hit the subs. They didn't realize it and it auto paid them. And they used an old them. email. They used an old email and they actually don't have access to it right now. And they just have to get the code because it's on a two factor authentication. They're working it out. They're going to get back to you soon. Please be patient. <laughs> They had car issues. They had to get that fixed. Uh, the Tennessee side of things, though, th- this went from like, you're, they're receiving core. You were like, eh. And then now you're like, oh, now it's like one of the best in the league. Like, yeah, they like got, they're like good. Yeah. What? AJ Brown and Derrick Henry and Julio Jones. I mean, that's that is, fire. Yes. Um, they're very good. They're That's a very good. They still, I will say, they need pass rushers. Their best cornerback is thirty-two. It's Janoris Jenkins, so they they do have he, holes. He can't even he can't even like park his car properly at an airport, let alone what? huh? J- Janoris Jenkins had his Rolls Royce stolen at the Atlanta airport in the oh parking <laughs> because he parked it bad. He parked it like in a, just a regular lot, and someone. Now, if I but that drove... doesn't mean he well, how are we victim blaming on that? He parked his car, and somebody stole it. Like he parked it just like the short, like the long term parking lot is Rolls Royce. So what? You can't do that. You can't park. I wouldn't leave my Rolls Royce at an airport. I mean, yeah, all I'm saying is if I drove a Rolls Royce, I wouldn't just be parking that thing anywhere. All I'm saying is there's no world in which you would drive a Rolls Royce. That is very true. I feel very comfortable saying that even if you came upon. I feel very comfortable. You're not picking a Rolls Royce. It doesn't seem like your type of vehicle. No, no, no. Uh, so it, what's cool is that AJ Brown like looks up to Julio Jones. He wears 11 because of Julio Jones. He's like a big that's fan cool. of him. And I think that's really cute that now they're going to play together. That and is cute. Sh- that's like, you know, like when you're little and you're like, oh my God, I hope I get to meet my idol yeah. one day. And now they're playing on the same team. How cute. I cannot relate to how athletes act very cool and calm in that situation where they're just like, yeah, like Naomi Osaka playing against, uh, Serena. I'm like, how? How are you not freaking out? He had been like posting things about, like he'd been actively kind of, like he's collusion? a fan. Saying there was I'm I'm shocked he hasn't been fine. Not gonna lie. I don't know how those fines work, and I usually I think most either. of them are bull. Uh, but it happened. He plays in Tennessee now. You'll probably forget that. We'll remind you before football season starts. <laughs> they could have a legitimate jersey swap then. If yeah, I you was want... thinking the same thing and then I was like, joke's not funny enough, but I'm glad you said it, Travis. They could have a legitimate jersey swap. We got it off. Let's talk about soccer. The men played Mexico uh, in the Nations League final last night. It was This is the youngest U.S. men's team, national team, ever to take the field for a final and they won 3-2 on a penalty kick from Christian uh, I panic every time I have to say his name out loud and you know what 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 are you going to say Travis you want to tell me how to say it I have a whole I have uh, compiled all the information and we're going to make a definitive ruling on how this podcast will say it from here on out but do you want to get yours out there first Polisic huh Polisic Polisic is what you said that's what we're that is what we're going with that's what, that's what I would say, right? It's a Croatian name. So technically it's Pulisic. Oh, technically, okay. Because this, the C at the end, it's always like you never know. It's is that going to be a, C, a yeah. CH or is it going to be a K? So it's Pulisic. However, he was born in the United States. So this is from an article. And this is also from the official pronunciation key that was used for the game last night. He's from the United States, prefers his surname to be said as police hyphen sick. 
There's no way that's right. And I, and I felt that in my bowl. In, in my bowl? In my soul. Excuse me? I filled my bowl <laughs> and I felt that in my soul. And I was like, there's no way that the way he wants his name said is policic. Because well, if, it, it doesn't look like policic. So that but, wouldn't make any sense. Then I looked it up again. The player himself prefers policic. If so that's I how he wants it, then that's how we're saying it. Sources saying that a player prefers two different ways. Yes, yeah, someone's annoying. making this, this up is, here. This is a hill I have long died on. Gratefully, in this career, I hate when people can't do pronunciation guides, phonetic spellings properly. You need to capitalize the the syllable that is the one we're supposed to emphasize because that's mostly what's difficult about pronunciation is knowing where you're supposed to emphasize a word. When people write police hyphen sick, that doesn't tell me if it's police sick, because that's how I say police, or if it's po- police sick. Uh, it, it, you have to, so the ones I've seen say pa, P-U-H, lis, ick, polisic. So we're going to say from here on out, Christian polisic. Okay? And if that's Works wrong, for me. we apologize. But the effort was put in, and it seems like he has said he <laughs> wants two different things, and this happened with, um, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, Tyrod. Tyrod. And then we went back and forth on that. It's happened with Brad Marchand, who wanted to be Brad Marchand for a while, and now he's back to being Marchand. It's, I I just don't, I don't mean to be, I'm trying my best. We're calling him Polisic. Anyway, he scored a penalty kick that won the game 3-2. This game was chaotic in multiple ways. And the main way you know know that is that I'm talking about U.S. men's soccer on this podcast. There was a lot (laughs) that happened. Uh, here's a storyline. Ethan Horvath. He's a kid that grew up a half an hour from the stadium. The game was played in Denver. He's a backup goalie. He was never supposed to play. He had played a total of 270 minutes for club and country since January. But he had to come into the game because Zach Steffen was injured. Got them to extra time with some great saves. And then in the 124th minute, he saved a penalty kick and secured the win. <gasps> Good for him. Good job, Huge Ethan. performance by Ethan Horvath. Very exciting. Uh, Christian Pulisic's penalty kick. God, it's just going to, every time I see, it's like, it's like running up to a cliff and being like, just jump. Uh, but I always stop. The, uh, obviously, he's the biggest star. He wasn't that big of a deal throughout the game. But obviously, that penalty kick was a moment people will remember it it was huge he came up in the clutch uh he took his shirt off and he celebrated and he shushed the fans who were a problem which we will get to in a little bit uh the other goals were from Weston McKinney and an 18 year old Gio Reyna so like it was a McKinney had a fantastic game uh Reyna had a great game after the penalty kick okay when they were celebrating there was a Oh, no, sorry. Well, there's just so much that happened, it's hard to know what order to go in. Before the penalty kick happened, there was a video review that caused the manager of the Mexican team, Tata Martino, to get a red card and get kicked out of the game because he put his arm around the official while the official was watching the replay. Oh. Um, all right. Then, uh, the final moments, this was actually before that or maybe after the final moments of the second half the refs had to stop the game because the fans were doing a homophobic chant it lasted like three minutes and the players were pleading with the fans to please stop so that they could keep playing the game if you're curious to know CONCACAF's protocol or their rules on that uh 
first step is a warning by the public announcer and that happened around halftime the PA guy came on and was like stop doing that chant and they warned them and they didn't stop and so then they were like now we're stopping the game it's not the first time that this has happened uh it's the second tournament match to be uh, of this tournament to be halted due to anti-gay chants at this very field uh with Mexico again Mexico's semifinal win over Costa Rica was also briefly paused and several fans were ejected from the stadium so I would say bad news the chant happened good news somebody we did something about it it's not the best something and obviously we've got more work to do I'd love for those chants to not exist but it is a it this feels so cynical but it's kind of a relief to be like wow a a, somebody who didn't have to do the right thing did the right thing well that's the thing is you can never we've had you know a lot of NBA issues and people say how can you stop this and you you can never prevent them from chanting or throwing something that you just can't prevent that but the actions taken afterwards can maybe prevent things going forward and the people players stopping and speaking up and what teams and organizations do can help going forward so it's good to see that they did this i agree i will say you know mexico this is a storyline that tends to uh hover around your national team so let's figure out what's going on and fix it, please. Thank you very much. Uh, this happened in March. Uh, well, in March, FIFA opened the investigation into uh, anti-gay chanting by Mexico supporters during an Olympic qualifier against the Dominican Republic. So, like, maybe uh, if you guys could just, like, have a meeting and figure out what's up and fix Send it. Send out a memo. That would you know, be get, great. Get that fixed. Just fix it. Stop doing it. Um, after the penalty kick... Uh, Gio Reyna, the 18-year-old that I told you scored that 18, 19, 18, right? It's like I say 18 and then my brain is like, there's no way. <laughs> that just goes to show you how impressive it is. Uh, he got hit in the face with something because fans were throwing cups and bottles of water and various objects onto the pitch. He got hit in the face with something and was on the ground for a few minutes and then he left with trainers. He came back later after the win, so he's okay. Uh, And then a fan ran on the field, I believe shirtless, not full nude, I don't think, but definitely didn't have a shirt on, going for a jersey swap, I imagine, tackled by security over the, off of the, like, uh, media set. It was a mess. This game was an absolute (laughs) mess. And I don't want to do this next thing, but it also feels like I should, should I just skip it? Somebody tweeted something that made me very mad about this. I just want to say I watched maybe three minutes, one, because I was tired, but two, I I was able to find the game. But then within two minutes of the game starting, USA is down one, nothing. I was like, is this, is this where we're going to go? And like, I have zero trust with this team or whatever you want to call it. Cause they're all different players. Whoever makes up that, whoever playing for United States men's national team, I have zero trust in them. You know, there's only one, I want to say one, maybe two, uh, players on the team that were on the team when we didn't qualify. So it's not, I mean, the anger, the residual It really anger, is like a brand new team. The residual anger at the men's national team. This was exciting. This was an exciting win in the sense that, like, this is a really young team, and we need a young, good team. Yeah, see, I, I used to follow both the men and women's national teams so much closer, like, a few years ago. And I just, I got so sick of the men's team and I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to throw my full support it's, into the women because why not? It is the men's team that the women's but team is so good. Exa- well, yeah, uh, and that, that's not what unfair, was funny is that it's, ironically, yeah, uh, like yes. we wildly outshine the men's team. But 
Um, I just, to Travis's point, I just lost all trust with the men's team. So I just, I have not paid any attention to their team as of late. But if it's an all new team, which we desperately needed, maybe, maybe they can actually do something. Uh, Someone tweeted, Mexico's fans threw bottles at U.S. players all night, injuring one of our best players with a bottle of the head, forced the game to be stopped because of their homophobic chants, and I bet it gets less attention from woke sports media than Westbrook getting popcorn poured on him. Now imagine if U.S. fans had thrown bottles at Mexican players, injured one of their best players with a bottle to the head, and chanted homophobic slurs, forcing the game to be stopped. It would be systemic American racism and homophobia and be the lead story for a week, but Mexican fans do it and woke sports media will ignore it. Why? Wrong villains. Doesn't fit the narrative, so it vanishes. Here's an article on ESPN.com at 11.53 p.m., which was uh, 30 to 45 minutes before these tweets were sent, about this very thing happening. I just want to say to anybody with the media being out here and people talking and platforms and Twitter and all the different places we get our information, don't let somebody get you worked up or too worked up over a hypothetical that has not yet happened. It was a very angry tweet thread about something they think was going to happen, and then they drew their conclusions based off of it. And a lot of replies were like, "You know how they do," and it's like, "But it did." But the premise hasn't even been proven yet, so you can't be this mad when hypothetically the news site. It's Sunday night. The news cycle will start. You can't say this until Monday. You can't make this point until Monday. And even at the end of Monday, if this wasn't discussed for whatever arbitrary amount of time you deem to be the most important amount of time. Maybe it's because it's men's U.S. soccer and they're not historically our fa- There's two playoffs going on right now. There's a lot of sports happening. It just felt like one of those arguments where the person knew that it was possible for a number of reasons it wouldn't be covered and they told you what the reason was before it ever wasn't even covered. On top of that, Telling somebody that their house needs to be cleaned up doesn't mean you shouldn't clean up your own house. Criticizing fans, American fans of like domestic American leagues for the way they treat fans doesn't mean you can't or shouldn't criticize other, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you police within your, our fans are not not bad because Mexican fans threw bottles and cups and chanted homophobic chants. Our fans can still, dumping popcorn on Russell Westbrook is still something we shouldn't do and we shouldn't encourage people to do. And the reason that we're telling them that has nothing to do with a narrative and everything to do with something called human decency. But I can see how human decency isn't a narrative that fits and can be pushed and can drive people to your website and get you new jobs on networks that tend toward that kind of coverage. So that's that for that. And while I'm fired up, Let's talk about Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Here we go. I'm not saying this to sound like, I don't know anything about these guys. It was not until the second round I realized this was a different Paul brother than the last Paul brother (laughs) I somehow watched fight. Mm -hmm. I am so, it's not fair that their last name is a first name. Oh, I know. And it's because so confusing. Just so many names and my brain, it's like Game of Thrones. My brain is like, which one is this? Is this the one who fought Ben Askren? No. Who did he fight? So who has Logan Paul fought before? This is only his second fight, I want to say. How did he get Floyd Mayweather to fight him? Money. 
But why wouldn't Jake have been the one who fought? Because Jake has a fight. Because Jake has a fight with Tyrone Woodley. Why are they both suddenly trying to get into fighting? Because people are willing to pay and. But as if fl- you have a brother that you look a lot like and sound a lot like and are just as problematic as, wouldn't you want to have your own thing? Why are you both trying to get into boxing? Because they've cornered the market and wait, like, they're... Corner some other market. Okay, but It is like- kind of odd, though, that they both... And I don't I don't know who, st- who started in, who did in start fighting it? first. Because I, I, I know that Logan was the one who started... The YouTube stuff, and then Jake got into it because it was like Big Brother's doing it. I want to do it. Is that how it worked Who with boxing the... too? Logan Logan's the older it? one. Yeah, Lo- Logan's the older one. He started off like Who's YouTube that? internet we stuff. We do this every time. Logan's the one sorry. that went did the video that of the forest. He, he's yeah. He yes. did the suicide forest problematic video. So Logan video. was the loudly problem problematic one, and Jake wasn't at first. Jake yes, is and now Jake is also, and Which he's one was now on more so. Vark? Uh, Jake. Okay. It's so, I, I don't know what it is about my brain that I cannot. It took me a very long I'm time to separate you that. to do this again the next time we talk. I cannot And that's fine because I, it I took feel, me it so rude. long. No, it took me so long because you're right. They have two first names that are last names and it's so confusing and they both look exactly the same. And they do, do the, the exact same, same thing. It's just they like, sound it the same. Like we got two people where the universe was supposed to give us one. Yeah, and like, and they're both problematic. They both have their own things. I'd argue zero. We were supposed to get. (laughs) They're just supposed to get the bad ones. You just have to deal with them, unfortunately. So okay, this was Logan Paul. Logan Paul. I do have a question. Are either which one's the better fighter? Are are either of them classified as decent? They're not. None of them are legitimate fighters. No, I know that. The story of this fight was. Logan Paul is younger by 18 years than Floyd Mayweather. He mm-hmm. is bigger by a lot of yeah, by inches, lot. if not feet, and weight-wise, many pounds. It, it, his And Floyd Mayweather is known to be a defensive fighter. So it was like, on its face, uh, like, yeah, I guess he could. No, no, no. Now, on its I face, nobody. If we're just talking numbers, he his whole argument was theoretically could have weight classes exist for a reason, and the other argument was so does professional boxing. <laughs> so does professional uh, like, training for professional boxing. So to me, it seemed like the obvious thing was that Floyd Mayweather was going to, if he did what I want, which he never does, was going to take him deep, because Floyd Mayweather can last. Take him deep, figure out his weaknesses, which I'm sure he would have many, and then exploit them and kick this guy's ass and knock him out. That is what should have happened. He didn't need eight rounds to do. He could have done it in one round if he, he wanted to. No, I yes, I, but I no, he yes he could have. But I'm saying Floyd Mayweather, the way Floyd Mayweather fights, would have made the most sense to me for him to take him four rounds, and then in the fourth round just exploit his weaknesses and knock him the fuck out. I want to also say, uh, Dan and I have lived together now for the pandemic. We order dinner together. We, you know, buy things that the apartment needs on Amazon. And never once 
uh, sometimes he'll order like an AEW pay-per-view on cable. And since it's my cable, he'll always ask, is it okay if I order this? And I'm always like, Dan, I, yes, of course it's okay. He's like, I can pay you back. I'm like, don't be stupid. Same thing with food. Every now and then I'll be like, you've ordered, I'll be like, you've ordered dinner the last three nights. Let me order dinner. But he's not keeping track and I'm not keeping track. We're just trying to keep it basically balanced because it's just, it's, it's whatever. Dan asked if I wanted to watch this fight last night. And I said, no, I don't. But if you do, me seeing it is probably worth it. I'll watch it with you if you're going to watch it because I'll, then I can talk about it. But I need you to Venmo me $50. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so just so not worth the money. So I, or whatever it was, I, he ordered it and I was like, just Venmo me what it was because I'm, I'm not, so it's not a, um, I, I, our money did go that direction. But it, I, it made me feel a little better to know. Your bank money. account did not support it. Yes. Exactly. I made him give me the money. And, you know, judge me however you feel. I'm still judging you. Um, so it looked like that was going to be the way it was going to go. Because the first few rounds, he, like round three, I think, Logan landed a punch. And the crowd was like, ooh. And Floyd was like, uh, mad. You could tell that he was like, oh, don't you dare punch me. And he started to kind of like wail on him. But he was taking the punches and not going down. And at one point, it almost looked like he didn't, only reason he didn't go down was because like Floyd caught him, which was. <laughs> There's <laughs> one where he knocked him out and Floyd had to hold him up. Yeah, how like, is that okay? I don't know. There because was so this, much hugging and holding. They called it an exhibition. Yeah. This thing was scripted it as was could so be. It was so dumb that at the in the eighth round it went eight rounds. The I know I by the sixth I was only the only thing I was screaming at my TV was "fuck you." Just like in repeated <laughs> levels of anger was just like I'm so pissed that I knew this is. Of course, this is how it was going to go. But with a mm-hmm. couple seconds left in the eighth round. Like, Logan Paul turned to the crowd and was like, yeah. And I'm like, knock him out. Punch him like, in the finish face. finish it. Knock him out. And he didn't. Uh, and it, afterwards, there's speeches. Like, Floyd's was like, I'm, he was a better fighter than I thought. He did pretty good. Happy to all the fans. I love you. Thank you so much. Which is just like, thanks for the money I just stole out of your wallet. 100%. And then Logan Paul's walking around while Floyd Mayweather is complimenting him on a national stage. Uh, not listening. Talking to other people. Shaking people's hands. Not listening. And then he steps up to the mic and says nothing of any value. And Floyd listens to everything he has to say. Both of these people, I just, they make my skin crawl it is a it was a disgusting fake I mean I don't know I don't know boxing and I'm sure someone out there is like it wasn't that bad it was so annoying and then to see videos afterwards of Brendan Schaub going up to Logan Paul and being like you did it dude that was a win you lasted eight rounds you yeah that that's not and you didn't win you won nothing you won more money is what you got but you won nothing what I don't understand, and the biggest thing that frustrates me about an event, a game, a match, whatever it is that you're charging people a lot of money for, there is no reason for this to end in a tie. If, if people are paying money to watch this, a pay-per-view event, whatever a it is. A professional boxer fight a guy should, who's never fought. Yeah, 
Why? It should not end in a tie. Why? Why did that happen? I will. Two things. One is legit. If it was legitimate, it could end in a tie, and that that happens. Which is, oh, I think they they said there should not be ties in professional sports. In my opinion, continue. They said before it. It wasn't a tie. It is an exhibition, and there are no judges. And Floyd Mayweather came out and said, "I'm all for a legal heist," and basically said. I'm doing this to take the money. Like he told everybody, don't buy the fight. No, he didn't. That's so he, stupid. He didn't say don't buy the fight, but he basically said don't buy. Like he said, I'm just doing it for the money. You knew what was going to happen with this. So for people that watched yeah, it. He just doesn't get the benefit of my doubt. He never. Floyd Mayweather will never get the benefit of my doubt. And that's my personal opinion. I'm entitled to it, but I don't trust that person at all. I'm just saying if you want to be this amazing boxer, greatest of all time, never undefeated, yada, 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 then just like. Doesn't isn't there a part of you that wants to knock this guy out for coming into your sport and pretending? Is that the whole point? Like it's the whole point of your sport. And I know that it's stupid to think that boxing is like fighting in the sense that you get mad and you punch that guy. I know that there's an art to it. I know that it is incredibly complicated. I actually don't know as much about it as I'd like to. It's kind of very fascinating, but watching people punch each other is triggering for me sometimes. So it's not necessarily my sport of choice, but I do respect boxing. But what bothers me is that me, a non-boxing fan, is bothered by the Paul brothers' disrespect of the sport and the top boxers are not because they're getting paid it's like this is where you get to shut this up and make this stop happening where people think they can walk into your sport and cash the same paycheck as you because they're in and i don't know maybe it's negotiated that they don't get the same paycheck but also get a paycheck and you don't knock him out the athlete spirit that we always talk about is that you think that they're gonna go out there and just be like this is gonna be fun i get to wail on this dude and it was just like this, we're friendly, and you guys all paid money. And If you don't want this to happen, don't pay for it and watch it. Yes, but this is the thing, is if it does happen, right, and I need to talk about it, then I have to see the fight. True. So it's like, it's this self-fulfilling, I would like for some people to actually just take the, comp. I know it's an exhibition, but like, take it. Seriously, the only way the only way that it ends is to win is if somebody goes because I my my conspiracy is in the contract it stipulates for Floyd that it has to go so many rounds or whatever like it has to do it or you don't get paid or whatever. But my thing, my thing would be the crowd and celebrates. That's what you need is you need one person to go. You know what? I'm still active in this sport and I don't want it to be that I couldn't beat this person. I would like both people. So I'm going to knock him out. Like Tyrone Woodley needs to do it. Anytime I watch an athletic competition, I would like the two sides, whether they're teams or people, to be giving it their best and trying their best to win. And I don't think that's asking too much. But these aren't sporting events. Yeah, but it is. It's not. It's wrestling. It's wrestling. It's not, though. There's a lot of money that says that it's not. Like, you should want to, you should, if you can't knock out a guy who's never fought, I want to hear you say, like, man, he absorbed some of those punches, and I did not expect that. But once I could tell it was going to be harder to knock him out than I thought, I stopped trying. Okay, then say it. it. It's all kind of predetermined set up with legitimate punches. Is that not what, like, wrestling is 
scripted. You know what I think makes me mad the most is that Floyd Mayweather has such vocal, angry fans. And it's like, if you, like, I didn't, uh, I didn't say a word about this on the internet because that's my prerogative. I've seen how this goes before. I've all, I've been surprised before about saying that a known bad dude uh, was a bad dude and got attacked by just people being very mad about my opinion. And to me, that just feels like you're coming into this book on the eighth chapter and reacting to my anger. But like, yeah, if you start John Wick in the middle, he seems like a bad guy. And then you, re- you go back a few chapters and realize, oh, they killed his dog at the beginning of this Spoiler movie. Spoiler alert. That's why he's, it's the beginning of the movie. That's why he's so mad. So it's like people reacting to anger that are like, why you can't, you're just so mean. I mean so mean it's like I have many reasons would you like me to outline them for you (sighs) I should have known it wasn't going to be worth watching because that other one I watched at least the spectacle around it was ridiculous you know Jesus and Miro were on the call which I did enjoy listening to Miro enjoy something is a very blissful experience uh it's just fun to watch him have a good time I will say that that was a highlight did you watch Chad Johnson fight uh, I did. I caught the <laughs> middle of it. It was, I mean, all of this is embarrassing, but it's weird because we act like they shouldn't be embarrassed. Just be embarrassed. More people should feel embarrassed. It's, how I, it's kind of the way I feel about this in general. The like, can anybody just fight, fight now? It's, it's like anybody who's like, oh, I've got hands. Anymore. I can throw a punch. It's wrestling and it's a cash move. Why are so many people in the audience on this pay-per-view event filming it? What? Be embarrassed. Be a little bit more embarrassed. Just a margin. Just, I think society would be better if everybody was just a little bit more embarrassed of the way that they are. Yeah. But I should have known that this wasn't going to be for me when Logan, right, Paul, made his entrance mm-hmm. and it was to some song and that song was not Gangnam Style. You are walking into this fight against a great boxer and you're the YouTuber. Walk out to like a famous YouTube song and lean in. Just be like, that's right. I'm not here to like, I'm not going to walk out and think and like have my head down. I'm the brash, loud YouTuber. So I'm going to walk out to what does the fox say? And we're all going to have fun here because I'm a chaos agent. But they can't do that. They just cosplay as boxers. They walk out. They pretend. We said this before. They pretend they've been through the struggle. They talk about, oh, you can achieve your dreams was something that Logan Paul said after this fight. If you've got crazy dreams, chase them. What? If you want to hop in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, do it? What kind of relatable advice is that to anybody? He walked out uh, to From Now On from The Greatest Showman. No. You should walk out to a YouTube song and we should all laugh about it. You should walk out to one of those mashups that we all find on YouTube. One of the most like listened to songs on YouTube. Walk out to that and laugh and be like, I'm here because I think your sport is so easy to get into that I can just walk into the ring. Because just own it. Be who you are. Don't show up and be like, man, I got to think. I got a shadow box. I got You're a YouTuber. One, one of them, I don't know which one, has come out and said, to Dana White and the boxers that you know your fighters can come make more money doing this like Jake's the one who said that this should be a shock to nobody is what I'm saying like we've enabled them to do this it's infuriating it's infuriating to watch them cosplay as fighters 
last eight rounds against against Floyd Mayweather and then be like, I don't know what's next. Maybe Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul, too. And it's like, why? Why would we do a two when one was whatever the hell this was exercise in your confidence building? I Why do we keep adding to this kid's resume and then being like, oh, well, might as well take him serious. You're not a professional boxer. And it's disrespectful to just be like yeah I can box and you put him up against a guy who's not gonna fight to defend the sport it's not good and it makes me so I get so mad I was so mad last night I'm just so mad that people can just go out and do things and be like what does it mean I don't know who cares I'm making money (laughs) if what it's all about is money that's just so like you don't need more of it, Floyd Mayweather. Your boxing shorts were made out of snakeskin or leather or leather that was made to look like snakeskin. I don't know the difference. I don't walk around with that type of money. She's wearing a snakeskin shirt right now, people. It's crazy. Don't rat on me. It's crazy that Logan Paul, the funniest, the highlight of the whole thing for me, my favorite moment was that Logan Paul clearly looked uncomfortable in boxing shorts. You know how boxing shorts go up higher on your... They like are on your natural waist, whereas pants now are all kind of much lower. He had big boxing gloves on and he kept trying to pull his shorts down, I assume, so that he could look cool, like hot boy Instagram cool, where you could see his D'Angeloids or whatever, if he even has those. Like he was clearly trying to look hot and those high riding mom waisted shorts were not it for him. He kept trying to tug them down, but he had big gloves on so he could not get them to tug down. That was my favorite part of the night. Watching how uncomfortable he was with how goofy he looked. Across from a guy who it could not be more comfortable in boxing shorts. Across from a guy so comfortable in boxing shorts that his are made out of a very uncomfortable material. And he still looked incredibly comfortable. He had leather tassels on his shoes. The guy has so much money. The fact that we're all supposed to just be like, yeah, he did this for the paycheck. What do you want from him? I want him to not do things for paychecks and do them because he's good at a sport. Because you don't get to be the best ever and also the richest ever. You kind of have to make decisions based on which one you want to be. But he's already retired from boxing. But he's back, clearly. He's back now. This was not a legitimate fight that goes towards his record. And it doesn't like... It's wrong. I understand that you're saying it's the reality of it and just accept it. And I could just accept it, but I do feel like I might as well let you all know. It's just wrong. It's wrong. This was wrong. This was stupid and wrong. I agree with you. It makes me mad. And not most wrong, but up there on the list was how much Logan Paul was sweating. Um, A lot of hugging. Logan Paul. Too much hugging. Logan Paul was gassed at the end of the first round. Logan Paul was like gasping for air. That's why I thought this was going to end. It didn't, but he was soaked. He was soaked. And when he went to his corner, he stood. Every round, he stood. It was... Very weird. I watched the man take a punch off of his face that should have broken his nose, and it didn't, and I don't understand. Did they test for steroids before this, Travis? I doubt it. Mm. Not making any allegations. Not being reckless out here. I just, it was- We would never do that. And fascinating to me. Just hypothetically speaking. Stadium looked very empty. 
which was weird, but I guess I'm happy about. And at one point during the earlier, like the undercard, if that's even what they call it on a farce such as this, it was raining, which was like making things very slippery. And then a guy had ice in his shorts and it started falling out during a fight. And I was like, you can just put ice in your shorts. But he looked like, you know, when you try to get ice out of an ice maker and you pull your cup away and then it all falls out. It was just going all, they had to keep <laughs> stopping the fight and sweeping Is the that not the away. worst though? I, I mean, all of it was very bad but the amount of another man's sweat you have to have on you to be a boxer would be the thing that would keep me from doing it i think i could be a pro boxer if it weren't for all the other person's sweat it's even worse when it's you have seen there's blood yeah i that's tough for me that's a that's a well that's of the many reasons that i wouldn't be a fighter that's one of them but, you know, Logan Paul bobbing his head around, pretending he knew how to fight a professional boxer. He looked like the that emu from the commercial that sells you car insurance. He was just <laughs> oh, like, the blue emu? I hated it. It was bad and it was wrong. More news in a second. But today's podcast is also brought to you <laughs> by Brooklinen. So, Travis, how would you like me to tell the people about Brooklinen? As if you were a teacher's pet. A brown noser, one might call it. These are all so obscure. You're welcome. Excuse me, miss. If every day has started to feel ordinary, then transform it into something magical by upgrading your bedding, loungewears, towels, and robes. That's just something I wanted to suggest to the class that's been really helpful for me. Brooklinen has started to create beautiful, high-quality home essentials that don't cost an arm and a leg. And people, everyone, what a success. Sorry, go back to the lesson. I'm just very excited about this topic. It's um, it's one that my family has a lot of history with. And really? so I feel like if I could be a resource for anyone to help them with this, um, please just let me know. Uh, Brooklyn and works directly with manufacturers like my mom and dad to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury level markup. So um, you can get their amazing array of products at a reasonable price. Um and Brooklinen has something for your every comfort need, ideal for a seasonal refresh because they're launching new products, colors, and patterns all the time. And before I say anything else, uh, did you want to collect the homework? Because you hadn't done it. <laughs> you just hadn't done it yet. I have mine. And I'll be happy to. I could actually collect it from the rest of the class. But I'm talking about buttery, soft, and breathable sheets, plus a plush and absorbent towels, cozy robes, comfy loungewear you'll want to put on and never take off. So like, let's say you had an awesome teacher who is just like the totally coolest and she put stickers on all of your quizzes when you got hundreds uh, and you wanted to buy her a nice gift, you could totally use Brooklinen. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Um... They're just so confident in their core products that they come with a 365-day warranty. So give yourself the comfort refresh you deserve, Mrs. Mrs. Stevens, and get it for less at Brooklyn. And, and you know what? Because you're the best teacher ever, right, guys? Best teacher ever. Um, you can use a promo code. Just go to Brooklinen and use promo Brooklinen.com and use promo code SPORTS, and you'll get twenty dollars off with a minimum purchase of a hundred dollars. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N. Nailed it.com and enter promo code sports, which is I don't have to spell it for you, but I could if I wanted to. It's S P O R T S for $20 off in the minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com slash promo code sports. Um, I suck. <laughs> and that's it. It's teacher's pet. Is that good? It's great. Tough when there's no dialogue to be a teacher's pet because why would she still be talking? But I tried my best. You did wonderful. Um, Speaking of trying our best, I left this headline in here um, 
Travis, because I wanted you to notice something about the way that things go into the document. So uh, listeners at home, the headline of our next news story is NCAA once again needs to do better, which you could argue if you were an arguing type isn't a headline so much as an opinion that should appear at the end of an article that you've written about whatever the topic is. Yeah, but we know so that I like eyes, to get fun with some So box. my eyes are like, let me scan through and see what the topic is. Looking for a word like basketball, football, mm, I did baseball. There is no <laughs> looking sport, through, what sport mentioned is this? once in this. Now, seeing JMU and OU and FSU, I know that it's college softball. But the headline is not... NCAA once again needs to do better, parentheses softball, as he's live editing in the Google Doc. It's the softball happened. My apologies. And then one of the one of the little underneath should be the NCAA once again needs to do better. I'll do better next time. Why does the NCAA need to do better, Travis? Who needs to do better? So on Saturday, elimination Saturday, there was a bunch of games. Weather became a factor in the Florida State. It rained. That was such a, a, a way of saying it rained. The Florida State-Oklahoma State game was delayed. Whoever won would advance to play on Sunday. Loser goes home. The game didn't start till 1150 local. That's central. That's 1250 Eastern people. No wow. game should be starting that late. Push it back a day. Adjust the schedule. It ended at 2.18 a.m. Local. Which is 3.18 The pitcher said she didn't get to bed till 4 because you don't get home and they get back to the lock, the hotel until a quarter till 3. Oh, yeah, she just pitched. So now she has to ice down her arm and then shower and get, try to get to bed. She didn't get to bed till 4. They had to be up at 9.45 local to then do a COVID test for some of them. And they had to play a game that would scheduled basically 12 hours from the time their game ended crazy do better ncaa well so now they moved games right so and jessica mendoza posted that and they've been talking about the schedule is really condensed stretch it out another day or two What's well, they mo- did now, right? The only reason they did is on it Sunday. It got physically impossible to play games. So Sunday, you had OU and JMU play. If JMU won, JMU advanced to the College World Series final. If Oklahoma won, they were going to have to play later in the day. Florida State and Bama are going to play. If Bama won, it's over. They advance. If Florida State wins, they have to play another game. And the start of that game, the Florida State-Bama game, weather got involved. And so that delayed it. And they weren't going to be able to play two more games after that Florida State Bama game if Florida State once. And to be fair, if they were going to be if both games had to play another game, they were going to push it back a day. So that's why they mm-hmm. push it back, is because they were going to be in that another situation and they didn't the NCAA has no problem dealing with one PR nightmare. It's that second one. We're like, oh well, all right, we'll we'll fix it then. I got a little lost along the way of how many games and what games, and there's so it's many games. But because, because college softball, it, it's double elimination. So JMU and Travis, correct me if I'm wrong. JMU and Bama were both hadn't lost at all. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, and Oklahoma and 
Florida State. Florida State had lost. Previously. They each have one loss, right? And so they needed to, if they lost, it would have been their second loss. They would have been out. But they won. And so then they needed to win again in order for the other team to have lost twice so that they would be eliminated. Correct. It was like losers got to get the winners coming and meeting the winners. But this tournament has just been. Been awesome. And actually, I need to turn the TV on. We got a game going on as we tape this. I mean, JMU is like the ultimate Cinderella of if they win today, Cinderella's, I don't care what sport, put them in there with the NC State winning. Name, you name the sport. Oh, they're losing right What's now. What's wrong? 2-1. Oh, he's and as, they, he's, as he's praising them, he's like, oh, and they're. But, I mean, they beat Oklahoma in the first game on Thursday, and Oklahoma's the number one seed. They're, they hit home runs like it's. That's just what they do. And but this girl, Odyssey Alexander, has just been this amazing pitcher for them and just does it all. And it's just a fun team to watch. Yeah, the takeaway is that softball is exciting baseball. Please don't come for me. It's just <laughs> a, it's just more it's faster. It's better. Yeah, it's quicker. It's faster. It's a smaller field. It's like a it's just faster. They also it's so fun to watch. The rules. Baseball needs to adopt them. And by baseball, I mean MLB. The re-entering rule should be used in MLB because then guess what? You can pull a player. What's and then the it, softball re-entering rule? There's, I forget what it is, but a player, you can pull a player like to run for them and then they can re-enter the game or whatever. Yeah, I get confused because um, I never uh, played at the college level, but I was on summer travel teams. And so like you encounter in your sporting life as a kid, rule changes as you grow up where you're getting closer. So it's like, I don't know if the rules that we played with are the but same. But think about like if in, a, in the World Series for baseball, you're able to pull a player to get yourself in a better situation. Then he's able to reenter the game in the ninth inning. Like mm. watch the other sports and adapt and take stuff from it. So it's just better. And then on Friday, Alabama's pitcher Montana Fouts turned 21. She threw the first perfect game in 21 years. Crazy. It was unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah, really awesome. It's just been fun. Watching college softball is super fun. It's a very good uh, just like thing to have on your TV. It's and exciting. You might think you're not going to get sucked in. You will. And rumor has it, Arizona's coach, Mike Candrea, m- might be retiring. And he's one of the legends of the sport. And so that like Jenny Finch and a bunch of the former players were all there in attendance this weekend to be there. And so there's been talks of this could be it for him. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Um, he's won eight national titles at Arizona. Damn. Wow. Is that a lot? It yeah. is. Yeah. So the watch college softball. The so the game so the the final game is now gonna be tomorrow. Tuesday. The, the first game will be Tuesday. The second game will be Wednesday, and then an if necessary game will be Thursday. Because it's a three game series. Yes. I love a if necessary. Whoever loses the yeah. first game, I root for the second. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's sports. I just need more softball. But then you run into scheduling issues, Travis. That's why we're here. That's why you build in buffers. Yeah, well, people don't. Someone was complaining, uh, like, they need to move it. it. It always rains there. And I'm like, welcome to May and June. Like, it just it, it just rains, people. That's what happens. Yeah, that's true. And you can't play baseball and softball in the rain. 
Sometimes you can, but it's not fun. Uh, here's a story that is also not fun, um, but is also absolutely worth talking about, but we're going to talk about it and then we're going to move on. Um, the NFL on Wednesday, the story came out that they had been using race norming um, in uh, their brain injury claims. So it's one of those headlines you hear and you're like, so that's bad, but I don't understand what's going on. Um, race norming is a, a, a concept, a practice that's been used at the federal level. Uh, we're not going to get into the history of that, but I do, if you want to understand it better, go look it up, but just know that it was, it was birthed out of a desire to, um, re-equate scales that were unbalanced. It has never been used in the way it's being used now by the NFL or is now they're not going to use it, but they have been using it. But basically, it assumes black players start out with lower cognitive functioning than white players or players of another race. It was used for essentially, it was intended for good at the federal level. It is being bastardized in its use by the NFL. So basically, people are filing claims and having to, they're having their uh, cognitive functions examined and not qualifying for benefits from this NFL settlement because they start out with a lower cognitive. So it's like the, you can't say that concussions did any damage to you because you have a lower cognitive function to begin with, um, which is... Uh, feels disgusting to say uh, because it's dis- it's disgusting. Um, so, two players, Kevin Henry and Najee Davenport, Najee, uh, Najee, have sued the NFL and uh, because they were denied compensation that they would have received had they been white. Um, the practice had made it harder for black players to show a deficit and qualify for an award. Is the smart way to say what I was trying to say before um so they filed a civil rights lawsuit over the practice medical experts raised concerns and a group of nfl families last month dropped fifty thousand petitions at the federal courthouse in philadelphia um they the nfl says that the practice was never mandatory but left up to, to the discretion of doctors taking part in the program um However, the NFL appealed some claims filed by black players if their scores were not adjusted for race. So sure, it was not required, but if you didn't do it and the NFL didn't like the results of your case, they would say you need to use this. So it it wasn't required, but if you didn't do it and it was required them to pay, you had to go back and do it. So clearly this is something the NFL was aware of. They were aware of it as a loophole. And I would argue, you could argue, someone should find out, they knew it was a loophole that fell on the right side of the issue in other areas. And so it would make the discussion around it very complicated when saying now that in this context, It's a bad thing. Like you can have an opinion on race norming in other contexts that can be pro or con that does not affect the fact that in this situation, it was absolutely used to keep the NFL from having to take the responsibility for concussions, which they've lost the benefit of the doubt on because they have always tried to shirk responsibility for their sport and the effect that it has on their athletes. 
More than 2,000 NFL retirees have filed dementia claims. Fewer than 600 have received awards, according to the most recent report. More than half of all NFL retirees are black, according to lawyers involved in the litigation. So if you're looking for a way to save yourself money and you see that there is a lot of black people who are going to be asking for funds and for, uh, you know, to have their claims heard so that they can be compensated and you find a thing that was positive for black people in another area, but now would help you not have to give them the money that they're deserved and you use that, I would say that's a big deal. It just seems like the NFL and other places just can you not just look at something and be like, that ain't right. Yeah, but this is the same. Everything is connected. This is the same issue as it's just about money. When you become okay with someone with the answer being, well, it's just about money, then you become okay with this. Because, yes, of course, it's a good business practice for the NFL to find a way to save itself money that it doesn't want to have to pay out. Does that make it the right thing to do? No. And if we keep saying things like, yeah, but they're a business. They have to do what they have to do for money. And excusing them of a number of things, this is where we end up. This isn't okay. This isn't okay for money. Of course you don't want to have to pay money that's owed to people. But it's owed to them, even if you find a loophole that says it isn't. It is. So pay it. The headlines I saw were like they pledged to stop race norming. I don't know what pledged means, but it's not as harsh of a verb as I need it to be. I want it to be the NFL swears it's going to stop race norming right now. That makes it sound like they're going to like slowly work on it. Like, no, just like flip the switch. Like, don't do it. The NFL is right next to you in the fight for good. No, you're not. You're not. We're yelling at you. We're saying what you're doing isn't good. And they're like, we're pledging to stop. You're in charge. You're in control. Stop. Pledging is like if my when my niece calls and says, hey, I'm going to do this thing for charity. And for every mile, will you donate certain money? Oh, yes, I will pledge a dollar for every mile you run or something. You know, it'd be a good business decision if you just don't give her that money. But like you don't pledge to like we're going to get better. Just do it. The NFL, new, alternate headline, the NFL swears it's it really thinking about stopping, guys. It really, it's been, it, it knows it's time to stop. Oh, no. Very different from the NFL stops. The NFL cuts the <laughs> is the headline I would like to see, personally. Uh, Simone Biles, I told you we were going to mention her. She won her record seventh U.S. gymnastics title this week. What's wrong? They just pulled Odyssey Alexanders for JMU. She's pitched, she's thrown every pitch for them. her so bad they're well they pulled her and like you can see her like she's breaking down like because they're now losing six to one and their oh, season's gonna travis end. you jinxed hardcore Tra- travis why don't you turn it off but I, but i can't yeah. jinx it if this podcast yeah, turning it off is the the second you turned it on things went south please they turn were, it off. I, I turned it off but it was already south but i didn't jinx it because this podcast isn't going to air till the game's over so i didn't do anything but it's just sad to see Especially her, because she's Simone just been awesome. Biles, okay, Simone Biles, 24 years old. She uh, won three of the four events on Sunday. That's it? Even, even without doing the Vladimir Pachenko, the pike, even b- without doing that thing we now know that she can do, uh, that nobody else has ever even, no other woman has ever even attempted. She didn't even do that. She won three of four events. Uh, by a, She won the overall title by a comfortable 4.7 point margin. Is that a lot? Uh, yes. Yes. 
In gymnastics scoring, yes, that's a lot. Uh, and she was came third in bars, so she won three and then she needs to, still plays. She needs to work on the bars the, in the fourth. Okay, <laughs> um, she's been good for eight years. She has dominated world gymnastics for eight years. Uh, but the pandemic was like people were like, I don't know, she's still gonna have it. Yeah, yeah, she still has it. Don't worry, she's um, got it. But you'll remember in Rio that she won four of a possible six gold medals. She didn't win on bars or beam. Sheesh, um, bars again. So, and Travis says that she's got room to grow. Like, I can't believe these are the stances that you take on this podcast. Uh, this is fun in a way that it's absolutely not fun, but I do like when three things very similar happen in three different sports or in three different arenas, three different events over the weekend. So it was not a great weekend to have what seemed like a commanding lead i guess unless you're simone biles she is the exception that proves the rule minus the bars uh what's it called at court when you call for an evidence what's the exhibit exhibit a yes lexi thompson it's the u.s women's open lexi thompson you if you pay attention to women's golf she's known um she before had a had a reputation for being moody and temperamental but this is supposed to be the new lexi thompson she was smiling on the course she had a five shot lead with 17 to play she had trouble with a putt there was another golfer i believe who called her out on like she missed that putt in terms of how she hit the ball and it was so obvious that something was going to happen that her putting was off and bad enough that there's no way she would win then she had a four shot lead with eight to play and then you know the back nine stretch she had three bogeys one double ended with a 41 lost all of the lead missed a 10 footer on the 18 that kept her out of a playoff she blew the lead completely uh silver lining yuka sasso is a 19 year old from the philippines i think she's the youngest to ever win the u.s women's open good for Um, her and she won in that playoff. So that's the good. But Lexi Thompson is exhibit A. Exhibit B, John Rahm. John Rahm uh, sank his final putt at the Memorial Tournament on Saturday. He had a six-stroke lead. He finished cakewalk. Uh, the purse is really big. I mean, he's going to get like 1.6. Yeah, it was a lot yeah. of money. 1.7 million. Nearly 1.7 million. Uh, so he finished. He got through the day doing well, feeling good. And then there was this incredibly awkward moment on the broadcast. So awkward. So painfully awkward. Somebody came, comes up to him and says something to him and he puts his head in his hands. And I think he screamed like, not again, or something like that. Uh, meanwhile, Jim Nance is doing a read, promoting like, tune in for an exciting day of golf. And you just kind of see this news happen in the background, but you don't know what it is. Jim Nance doesn't know what it is. The mood changes. John Ron puts a mask on. And they start walking towards, I assume, the clubhouse. And somebody on his team kind of turns around and pushes. The it was away. Adam Hayes's caddy. Oh, okay. Adam Hayes's caddy pushes the camera away. Come to find out, he was notified that he had tested positive for COVID nineteen and would therefore have to withdraw from the tournament and self isolate for ten days. Uh, that sucks. That just I big guess, time sucks. I guess that he had come into close contact with a person who was positive. And they were going to let him play as long as he was tested daily. So every test since he got there Monday came back negative, except the one after his second round, which was completed on Saturday morning. The positive test was confirmed while he was playing the 18th hole. So he tested positive. They said around four, and then they went and took another sample or whatever to retest it to confirm 
yeah. that he was. And that's when they told him it. A lot of people were like, you know, questioning CBS. Like CBS didn't know what's going on. They yeah. see their cameraman see something, you shoot it, you react to it. Like they handled it perfectly. Dottie Pet yeah, they go to, they go to Dottie Pepper who walks the course and she was the one that was able to report on it. You could see that she was heartbroken. Jim Nance hand like they handled it perfectly. This is I do question the PGA and how they handled it. Telling yeah, him. That's, yeah, that's the only was... place I have issue is you have to, and I, I totally get it because I saw my initial stance was why would you tell him so publicly in front of so many people? And it was just such an, it was so awkward. It's broadcasted, you know, it's really emotional. Put, well, because he has to put him out. But exactly. And then I was like, then I started to think about it and said, well, how else would you get him off the course with a mask on inside? I get it. Fans. Exactly. You go to him exactly. and say, John, we need you to come with us. We'll, we'll explain. No, I mean, I think they did what they – look, could you, you know, split hairs and be like they should have brought him to it? Sure. But, like, you had to also let the camera guy know not to follow because the camera yeah. guy could be exposed to COVID. Um, I think I saw if you are vaccinated, you don't follow these same rules. So I think that – True. I think if you're vaccinated, you're not being tested. Right. As, or at least as you can come into contact I with somebody who's te- who's positive, and you don't have to follow the like get tested every single day thing. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I don't. I know that most of you probably aren't entering any PJ Tour events anytime soon, but this is a good argument to get vaccinated. Uh. It stinks. This stinks. It's sad. It's a bummer. And now the number three player in the world is required to go into self isolation for ten days, which ends on June fifteenth, which is the Tuesday of the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. So it's like. It's tough. It's a tough situation. I hope he's doing well. I hope his family's he's, safe. I he hope is everybody's... asymptomatic. Okay, good. And but luckily, also, COVID. Stark reminder: not over. You can still here. Luckily, with his sport, he can go home, go to his local golf course, and continue golf. And by the U.S. Open, be ready. It's not like he's, you know, stuck. Yeah. You're losing. Like, it's not like you're on a team sport now. You can't play. Sure. And then exhibit C, you guys have to say, because I don't know. So much about, but it happened drama. in F1. <laughs> Something happened with Verstappen in F1, right? Oh, Verstappen, Hamilton. So much drama. All right, talk about it. I'll let Tina take Travis. the floor for it. You want to start? You can do it. This is good audio. So uh, the race was in Azerbaijan this weekend. That was I, I kind of just wanted you to say it because I didn't. That know was close. Azerbaijan and Baku, not Azerbaijan. Um, and with five laps to go, Max Verstappen for Red Bull is in first. He's gonna win, basically. Yes. And he has got tire issues, and he goes into the wall, just out of nowhere. And they red flagged the race. It was. Are they gonna just? Keep it under caution. Are they going to call it? What are you going to do? They red flag it. They pit the cars. I mean, the drivers are getting out of the cars while they clean up all the debris, as they call it. So red flagging it is that they just need to clean up. The course yep. isn't safe, so yeah. we're pausing for a second. Yeah, a lot of debris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, everybody uh, has to go back and like Debris? It. Yeah, they pronounce it as debris. Mm. Not debris. I know. Okay. Uh, and then, then they're saying that like it was the, the, the tires. How do you... Um, What's Pirelli. the name of the brand of the yeah Pirelli is the, the brand of the tires they use. They were saying that it was tire failure 
caused by debris or something like that. So, so they're like investigating like what a, yeah. the, the actual issue is. The uh, FIA, I believe is what it is. It's the governing body and uh, Pirelli like have an investigation because early in the race, Lance Stroll, who I want to say his team is kind of like the sister team to Red Bull. He had a tire just fail randomly. And so there was wondering, is it the tires or what is it? Pirelli's come out and said they think it's from debris that caused a cut in the tire because Lewis Hamilton, when they red flagged it and they changed tires, hit, he had a tire that like had a cut on it too. What does it mean if it's debris? Does that mean that it's somebody else? There was something out on the course, and it could yeah, and something on the does, track. That, what does that, it mean for the race? Does it mean like if it was caused by debris, then it's no, he gets to put no, on new tires and win again? No, it doesn't change any. Like it, just, it was just they were. It's just bad luck. Okay, All so right. so they red flagged the race, and Mercedes, who Lewis Hamilton drives with, they have what they call a magic button. And mm-hmm. it's what it is is like a NOS button in Fast and the Furious. Essentially, yes. yeah, yeah. Basically, what it does is the braking system for the tires. It changes it and it puts heat on the front tires to keep them okay. warm. Okay. Lewis Hamilton says that he hit it to turn the magic button off. Hold on. So at this well, wait, point, so are we you, still you, red flag yeah, no, wait, the wait, race you, start. I'm yeah, wait, Travis, me. you skipped a thing. So that once, one, once they deemed that you know the track was safe again, uh, Verstappen didn't go back out, did he? No, his car think... was his day was over. Yeah, yeah. So he, so he's, he's done. done. Who's so in the lead Lewis now? Hamilton? Yeah, Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton is now said to be in the lead, and he's supposed to win rather comfortably, so to say. So now he's in the lead. So not even, what was it, like 30 seconds after they start the race, Lewis Hamilton's brakes lock up, and now he's out of the race. So now your top like two guys who were supposed to come in one and two are now out of the race, are not in you know the top 10. And so now it's kind of anyone's game. So who actually ended up winning? The other... Oh, but you're, the whole point for the magic button is that you're saying... It, this oh, wasn't yeah. so a now, mechanical now function. Magic button. So, this was what? that Lewis Hamilton screwed up and yes. he had used the button to keep the tires warm. So he didn't either. Which start. then locked up his brakes. So then when they which... start, he is going and when he goes to turn and brake, his tires lock up. And there's, he didn't and there's a runoff yeah, he, on the track for the situation. And so his car, he takes the, he has to go into the runoff so he doesn't just go into the wall. Damn. And so now, so magic now you huh? had Max Verstappen who had for the first time ever was in the sta- first place in the standings after la- the last race who was looking to expand his lead against Lewis Hamilton now out. And so now in Lewis's mind, he can make up those points or, you know, yeah, this is great for him. A victory. It's huge for Mercedes who had a horrible weekend at Monaco. And just like that, and now their now their leader is out I mean, thirty seconds into the restart. So it oil, just was oil. like so this is drama after drama. C and Exhibit D, all yeah. because of another guy who had a commanding lead just lost it right away. So who won? And it was very self destructive. Um, I forget who won. I it love all. that. I love that. It's like this crazy thing happened, and then this crazy thing happened, and then somebody won. It doesn't matter. Yeah, then but someone else won. Win? It wasn't either of these two guys. So someone else won it. It was Sergio Perez. Aha. Mm. Well, congratulations to Sergio. Right place, right time, you know? 
A win's a win, yes. baby. It was, right in there. It was a great way to start the Sunday. I mean, this race was on at 8 a.m. Perfect. <laughs> Katie's like, what's that? What's that? You know, there was a, I shouldn't admit this publicly. So don't. There was a day this weekend that I couldn't fall asleep. It's Friday night. I really couldn't fall asleep. Not in the normal way. Like, couldn't fall asleep heavy. And so I probably fell asleep like 6.30 or 7. And I was like, you know what? I don't have anything to do tomorrow, so I'm just not going to set my alarm. Myrtle's sleeping in bed with me. She'll wake me up when she needs to go out. I'm just going to fall asleep. I woke up at 3 p.m. on Saturday. And I was like, <laughs> even for me, this is icky. I was like, I need to get my shit together. I cannot be waking up as the sun is starting to consider going down. I had already this is not correct. taken a, a full-fledged nap. This is my depression. Uh, okay, I think we have time for one more voicemail, but before we do that, this podcast is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Go figure. So, Travis, Well, how? what do you know? Oh, I can't do an Australian accent. I see it here. I see what you've written here, and I'll tell you, it's an accent I just can't do. Um, so. Pepe Le Pew, Katie. I, I mean, he talks like this. If you were <laughs> struggling with relationships, a little bit of love, or... Having difficulty sleeping or difficulty meeting your goals. If uh, you are feeling anxious or stressed, hey, it's okay. BetterHelp counselors can listen and help. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional. (laughs) (laughs) Getting sexy about therapy might help somebody. This might work. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. If It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Therapists have a broad range of expertise that may not be locally available in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide, across the globe. Log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You can schedule a weekly video phone or even live chat sessions <laughs> that's what he does better help is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to charge ca- change counselors if needed maybe it's not a match it's okay it's more affordable than traditional online counseling and financial aid is available. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's okay. This is reassuring, Pepe Le Pew. Our listeners get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash Nolan. That's better H-E-H-E-L-P. That's French. Wow. Dot com. Slash Nolan. Ooh, ooh. Wow, crushed it. A voicemail. God, I always forget this part. I have to pull up a voicemail. My gosh. But they press won't, play. They He's going to whisper press They play. won't know because it's I'm going to put so the mean. MP3 in. It doesn't matter. I just, it stresses me out. I like to go live to tape. Hi, sports family. This is Ben from Chicago. <laughs> now that you're dipping your toes into the below deck waters, I'm curious who your ideal crew would be if you were on the show. Talking interior, exterior, chef, and cat. Also, what would be on your preference sheet? Your must-have and will-not-have. And who would and would you end up inviting the captain to dinner on one of the nights? Thanks. Love you. Mean it. 
Ben, love you. Ben, mean it. Awesome. And you know what? By putting this question <laughs> at the end, I'm allowing for the people who have said, please stop talking about reality TV to just now you can head out. We've covered so all kind the, of you. We've covered all of the ads, so you've put in your time. I would say it's silly and you should stay because this conversation is gonna be one that people are fired up about, people participating in it. And anytime you hear people who are fired up about being in a conversation have a conversation, it's usually pretty interesting and there's information to be gleaned. But you can leave, it's totally okay. We love you and we mean it. Self-care. Not listening to us talk about reality TV may be your self-care. But talking about reality TV is ours, and you have picked a show that now everybody <laughs> on this podcast watches. Oh, uh, oh. Christina, where are you at in your below deck? I am season one, episode five. Oh. Ooh, so I'm God. very Oof. much behind you guys. However, you gotta, put in, you gotta put in work. I took I'm a break. Going to I went and watched rush some, this. Yeah, I watched you have to some like... Showtime show this week instead that my mom wanted me to watch that I don't think is very good. Like one weekend, Katie had yeah. already been to like three seasons, Christina. You're like, you have to tell your boyfriend. Yeah, I did a lot of sleeping this weekend. This bar- weekend was like emotionally exhausting for yeah, me. Yeah, I set the bar um, high. He didn't even so answer my face as I did. I slept a lot this weekend. So I promise you that I will crush this uh, yeah, you don't TV know enough people. You don't know enough people. No, I don't. I don't. I'm now. I'm now understanding the gist of what the dynamic is. Season like, one I'm, is uh, is an outlier too. I would have started at season two, but I guess you needed if you want to really go yeah, deep I, into. Well, the I wanted universe. to understand like what because I was looking at like the, the first couple seasons and I was like the first one didn't honestly look exciting. But I wanted to understand what the dynamic was. I didn't want to just like throw myself into it. It's crazy. I'm going to get comfortable. It's crazy when you remember that. um, (laughs) I'm laying down on my bed holding my microphone. It's crazy when you remember that the first episode of the show was a girl finding the guests doing coke and kicking the guests off. That's that's the episode I just watched. Oh, maybe it's later in the the show. I could have sworn it was the first because it's just like it set up this dynamic that you were like. Is it going to be this? And then you're like, oh, no, it's not going to be well, this. That's, so that's uh, why I'm excited. There were definitely to other like... people on these boats doing coke that they didn't feel the need to kick off. But it is what it is. And it set the tone that, like, we're not going to let you guys horse around here, which, fine. Okay, so I'm going to answer the question about who my interior and exterior would be. And I would like Travis to do the same. Christina, I'm not going to put pressure on you to do that. But I do want you to think about your preference sheet because that's yes. something that you can answer. Must-haves and can't-haves. And would you bring the captain to dinner? But so my ideal crew... Uh, I would have Ben as my chef. I love Ben. I love Ben the chef so much. He's got his issues. He's certainly not perfect. When he went to the captain and everybody on the show has their issues. I know that's kind of like the key to this is like, just know we don't think these people are perfect, but if you're picking your best possible option, I'm going with Ben for my chef. I think he's an incredible chef. I think he very rarely makes mistakes that are show that he's lazy with his food. Whereas this other chef whose name I don't remember from below deck med was like a guy asked for no onions and he put onions Adam. in just cause he was like, I can't possibly not cook without onions. And Adam is a little like a baby. That whole situation that he got into with what's her face. Malia is very problematic for me and he just seemed very entitled to her personhood and i didn't like that so i'm not an adam fan even though he does look like are you through that season between i think so or i'm about to be i took a break from it this weekend so i haven't been okay proceed deck for a while. i was starting to feel really dirty i was starting to feel like i was living other people's lives instead of my own so i went and lived <laughs> other other people's lives instead of theirs um so yeah, I'm going with Ben for my chef. He's an incredible chef and he's funny and he's weird. And I think his voice is adorable. I'm going with Kate for my chief stew. I mean, did anybody think that wasn't going to happen? I also don't like the chief stew from Below Deck Med, whose name is... Hannah? Yeah, I don't like Hannah. 
I don't hate Hannah, but I don't like Hannah. She just seems like she... Fair. And it could be editing, but there's like a season where her her stewardesses are like, you didn't, you're not doing anything. You're just making us do it. She's a very good delegator, which I like, but she's not very good at also doing stuff. So she's okay, but she's not for me. Kate is for me. Kate's my chief stew. Uh, as for my other two stewardesses, man, I'm so bad with names, but I think I would go with, there was a girl that was really good friends no, I'm not going to be good at this. They're all blurring together. This is the problem of watching too many seasons too quickly back to back. I'm like, oh, was she on this season or was she on yeah, that Yeah, they all season? kind of blur together. Yeah. Um, there were a couple stories that you. I liked, but I don't, I didn't love most of them. The redhead girl would not be allowed anywhere near my boat. What was her name? The one who had to leave because she was like, I'm being attacked. And you were like, what? You were being asked to do your job. She was like, I can't. My foot hurts. I have to go to the doctor. This is Oh, me. my gosh. She was she's, a drop. She's got to stay away. I don't want her anywhere near my boat. What was her name? I would definitely yeah. have a female deckhand. Malia? Um, Malia's. I like her. Jamie? She's. Which one's Jamie? Um, what seasons was she on? Man, I should really have just pulled up the cast list. I think my bosun would be Eddie. Okay. Even though he made some mistakes, I think he handled that thing very poorly. Maybe that girl wasn't a redhead. Maybe it was the blonde girl that was crazy. No, the redhead was crazy, but there was also that blonde... Lexi? What was the blonde one? Casey? No, there was the one oh, no, who was, that like, was really loud, too. and she was like, she talks like she's crazy, and she... Whatever. When he slept with that girl, and he absolutely shouldn't have, that was stupid. But uh, I do like Eddie, I think. I think he's a good dude who needed to learn a lesson, and I hope he learned it. And had he demonstrated that he learned it, he would be my bosun. Uh, I wouldn't want tall dude from med anywhere near my... Yeah, Bobby is so dramatic. Bobby (laughs) is so whiny. He's just... Somebody needs to tell Bobby that they love him, and then he needs to feel what that feels like. I think he's just like so... He acts and performs as if he's like this dude with all this game, and he like gets mad when other people claim they have game, when it's like, just have it and shut up about it. Because if you had it, you wouldn't need to tell everyone you had it all the time. And to be quite honest, you keep demonstrating you do not have it. You got invited essentially to a threesome and you ended up hugging the girl because you made it uncomfortable. So it's like you're, I don't like Bobby, but I I think Bobby's not a bad person. I just think Bobby needs to like figure out who he is and then be that guy instead of pretending to be somebody else and yelling about it all the time. So Bobby's not coming anywhere near my boat. Um, There was a chill deckhand from the earlier seasons that was a woman that i really liked that was good at her job all the outs like outside of the you know the head people of each they all kind of blend together yeah which isn't fair but it's because it's like you've got the head and then the supporting it's the lead acting and the supporting acting so uh i could have answered this question better but i know what about about your captain oh my captain would be lee okay i love captain lee so it's funny hearing yours uh my chef it's gonna be Adam. You are an idiot. <laughs> My why do you like Adam? Because he looks like Jake Gyllenhaal mixed with uh, Daniel Craig. So he, he, like well, he had mix. on a spectrum between the two. He's the dot. Have you seen the second season that he was on? Which one is this? He like because he had the the onion season. He returned. I don't. I think I started it. So he gets better. He gets better. 
I'll just leave it at that. Okay. My interior, I'm going to go with uh, Bugsy. Oh, Bugsy's fun. The only reason she's not my second stew is because when she's second stew, she wants to be chief stew. So are you having her as your chief stew? She's my chief. Um, I'm going to go with Julia. Bugsy's your chief. Yeah, I'm going to go. Julia is who? She was one of the early seasons. I believe she's British. What's um, her storyline? It's been she's been on so long ago that. Oh, who was the gay guy? Josiah. He crushed. He it. would be one of my stews. I loved Josiah. Um, he I, ruled. And that, then that storyline of where he was like, it was a bunch of gay dudes had rented the boat, and he was like, they've never been welcoming to me because I'm not handsome enough, and my, I don't have like a rock and bod. And he was like, I've never fit in with straight guys because I'm gay, and I've never fit in with gay guys because I'm not hot or something. And then when he came out and looked all hot, and they were like, we love you, and I was like, this is such a moment for Josiah. He was on the oh. season with the redhead. Yeah, he rules, and him and Kate have a really good relationship. And so then Josiah would absolutely be my second. Star. My exterior. I think I'm going to go with, when you brought back Ed, when you said Eddie, that threw a wrench into my plans. My original was going to be Malia, Alex, Bobby, and Jamie. Bobby? You were going to have Bobby? So I follow Bobby and Alex oh, on Instagram. No. I follow them on Instagram, oh, no, though. Travis, are you a Bobby? Do I look like I, or at, I'm nowhere near Bobby. Bobby's so much. You can tell that he's got like veneers and very superficial, but like. I thought he was funny. Uh, sometimes, in spite of himself, but he, he wasn't funny on purpose. But he's going to be my like he's the the bottom of the totem. He's like yeah, third at I best know. for me. And I guess he is probably good at doing his job. It just made me mad when Malia got the promotion and he was like, "You only got this because he wants to sleep with you." And by the way, no, I also want to sleep with you. I don't think so that dumb. was was that Bob was that Bobby? Yes, I just watched it. That was Bobby. Bobby wanting to sleep with Malia and then two other guys wanting to sleep with Malia and getting in this like three way argument about Malia and Bobby still being like, yeah, I want to take a side. But I oh, I forgot about that Malia. part with Bobby. That's Malia's only problem is that she may everybody wants to date her. And that's very difficult on a boat. I forgot about that. She's not good enough at the drama that when people both want to sleep with her, that she's like, no to you and yes to you. She's just like, um, maybe, um, maybe. And then she's like, I said no. And it's like, well, you, you didn't. You were kind of just leading them both <laughs> on because you were uncomfortable saying no, which I get. And it comes from a nice place, but it leads to a mess. Yeah, that was drama. I forgot with the Bobby, but with the Adam one, you finished that season, right? The first season. With, that was the same season. The Adam Adam's and Malia season, season. You finished that Adam, one, right? Adam and Malia, Bobby. Because... Yes. I forget who the other who the guy was that she picked, um, but it was the deckhand. Yeah, it was the it was the first mate. Yeah, um, but like you know when it came out that like Adam first mate and, above Boson or it was he wasn't Boson? first. I don't think he was first mate. He was first mate. That's right, because he was her boss. Right. So is that above Boson or I below Boson? Bo I forget the titles. I just like the word bosun. Um, but that it came out that like Adam and Malia had a thing before they even got on the boat, which didn't make any sense oh. to me because even if it was a thing, it was like a one week or two week thing, and he was acting like they had, he was acting like they'd been in love forever. She made a mistake of acting like they hadn't done it at all. Yes. But he made the mistake of being like, no, we hooked up a week ago and I own you now, which was like, no, you don't. It was a one night fling. Like, hit that dude and like anybody who smiles and laughs when they're being aggressive is a red flag for me. If you're smiling yeah, and laughing like when you're angry, I, it puts me off because it's like that's not what laughter's for. Don't do that. And of course, I'm going with Captain Lee. 
He's a yeah. goat. So well, then what are your guys' preference sheets? Well, well, I'll let you go since we just... Yeah, well, Christina, so we talked like, a lot. No, I know, but I'm trying... So I've only, I'm only a few episodes in of the first season. Yeah, so I don't know how become bigger fun, the second season and the yeah, third season Yeah, like they the mention season. it in the first season, but it's not big enough. Like I can... So I can make a, a part of the construct guess. of the show as the seasons go on, that becomes a main one. So at the be- you have the end of the charter where they clean the boat and they all go out and then there's drama. And then there's the next day when the, the head of the interior, the head of the exterior, the captain and the chef meet and have a preference sheet meeting where they say, mm. here's who's coming to the boat. Here's what they're famous for, why they're rich. Here's their pictures so you can be like, oh, she's hot or he's hot or whatever. And here, here's their preference sheet. So it's like this. Sometimes they'll say like, I, anything. On I'm the vegan. Main, or Yeah, but it, sometimes they'll do like, what's the. Um, Gluten free. No, what's the main guest's name? The primary. Primary. So it, sometimes if it's like a really rich person, all the other people coming on the boat will just write C primaries uh, preference sheet. So it's like they'll just be like, whatever the main guy wants, I don't care. Those are yeah. easy. Then sometimes you'll get like people who want one guy's preference sheet says he requires a 12-course tasting menu but three of the people who are on the boat one of them's vegan one of them is raw only one of them doesn't eat eggs shellfish or onions it's gotta be and kosher it's like how am i gonna do a 12 course tasting menu without being able to use any onions it's kind of gonna be difficult and like it's only for this now one person, i get and that it. person's not the primary so it's like that becomes a whole thing because so- the the season that i'm in right now they just they just kicked off like that group of guys for finding coke in the bathroom and then whoever the whoever the blonde chick is i don't like her um the main the the yeah she's stew. like my friends yeah, are coming bad. on the boat like i, I know makes, them you're going to see she makes a fun reappearance in season 2 yeah i really as she's a such guest. a she's as a guest. such a pain i really don't she like does her but so mean ooh Ugh. But she, so she, I know right now she's basically, they're entertaining the people that she, I guess, was on a different boat with these people. And she's like, I know them. And like, and they suck. Yeah. And they're like the worst. They're all they want are like green juice and all this like other like obnoxious dilemma where it took like 12 minutes. It literally took like 12 hours to get like one green juice out there. Um, Oh man, that's stew. That. So yeah, so what would your guys, having seen so many preference sheets, what would yours be? So a requirement would be that Kate throws a theme party. I don't care what the theme is. I guess I would probably have to give her one. That'd be so fun. But Kate gets so into theme parties and she, it's very adorable. So I would want her to throw me a theme party and she would go all out and it would require the, the staff to all dress up as something and participate with us. Uh, I'm, I know they'd hate me for it, but I might want a beach picnic. I know it's not their favorite, but it does seem really nice to go out on the beach. On the They just did their very first beach picnic and it was a disaster. They hate them. And I understand why. There's so much work. Here's, here's another thing that's a lot of work that I might want. The slide. I might want to use the slide. Uh, I know it takes hours and hours to put up and I'm only going to use it for 30 minutes, but guess what? I'm going to have I to want tip it. you 20 grand or something. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and put up the slide? I need, I want to slide down and off of a yacht. How many opportunities do you have to say you did that? I don't need that pool, that stupid pool that like it makes it so that the critters don't get in. It's like if you're going to swim in the ocean, swim in the ocean. Don't make yeah. me set up a pool that has a net. I have a question for you. Know. But I'm going to use the toys. Look. Would you bring Myrtle with you? Now, I've seen episodes where they make the chef cook for the dog. And I hate that. I would probably bring 
Myrtle with me if I felt it was safe. I think she would probably jump into the water, which would scare me. So maybe I'd leave her at home. But even if I brought her with me, I would not make the chef cook for her. I would bring her food and I would feed her that. I would not be asking the chef to prepare Would you make them take her out no. to use the rest? No. Okay. There, so there's one dog where they would have to take the dog on a tinder out to land so that it could go to the bathroom and it was yeah having like, a dog on a doing? super yacht is just not yeah i think it doesn't make sense it doesn't make a lot of sense i answered that question as if you were asking if i'd bring my friend myrtle and i would want my friend myrtle there but i would not want a dog named myrtle we have to at least get have we to, have to have a few more days before we're going on yachts together i think the logistics of it is a lot so unfortunately for myrtle i think she's gonna have to stay at home no cilantro would be on my preference sheet and I'd feel really bad about it, but it would just be like, I don't want to power through the best meal I'm ever going to eat in my life. No, but no mushrooms. Ooh, um, but there's so many different kinds. Yeah, I would go no mushrooms too because I don't like mushrooms enough to want them in anything I'm eating on I a yacht like you, that. I think what I would want on a yacht like that, <laughs> this is never going to happen, so it's fun to dream, <laughs> is to not have to, is to be able to trust even if it's a food I don't think I like or a food I've never had before, the chef is so good that you know he's not going to put something in front of you that tastes bad. Like so you're going to trust just, that it tastes good and that it's not gross to you. My preference sheet would say that I don't like blue cheese. And so I would be open to trying whatever. But I think that if it's predominantly blue cheese or blue cheese heavy, I wouldn't try it. And I'd be bummed at missing the opportunity to try something that might have been really good, but is not for my palate. So I think blue cheese and cilantro would be my two that are like, these are going to keep me from enjoying it. And like super, super spicy. Those three things will keep me from enjoying it. Anything else I might not like, but I'm going to go for it. What would be some items or drinks that you need on that preference sheet to have brought on the boat for the provisions? Um, I'm really not that picky in terms of provisions. I need there to be, I would love like a, there was a sh one something where they were doing these cold shots. It was like chilled glasses. And I think it was vodka, which I'm not even a big vodka person, but it was like a dark berry. It was almost like they had mixed a fruit puree with straight alcohol and called it a shot. And I was like, ooh, I like that. See, I would, I think I'd want I that. would tell them I need Tito's and I need Jack. And I would let them know, just, hey, if the food's going to be late, just make sure the refills are there. I'd also, I'm going to want... Put out <laughs> chips and salsa. If the food's going to be late, give me chips and salsa. And yeah, I'm just like, give me something, like bread, a bread basket. Give me something to munch on. I'm going to want drunk food my drink. At an after dinner at some point brought out. Like yeah. some, some, Look, some chicken tenders. Out, yeah, some when tacos. you're filling out a preference sheet, oh, of course, tacos. I feel like you have to understand you can ask for anything. But be realistic. There was a group that went on Below Deck Med that put on their preference sheet it was required that the Steelers game, I believe, be on in the on the boat. Now, you are in the Mediterranean. It is the game was starting, I think, at 2 a.m. local time. And you're on a boat. Just like there was a guy that, <laughs> yeah. that was like, we need the Wi-Fi to be good because we're day traders. It's like you can't you're on a boat. Like, and, so and what is it's not their to responsibility use... to make sure the Wi-Fi well, satellites like change the boat like it's not something that you can just go to soup like the supermarket and buy and make sure the boat has you'd have to like install crazy Wi-Fi for one guest. It's not going to make any sense. Understand your limitations on your preference sheet. It also depends on what they were told if 
when they were booking it, they were told. That's funny. I thought the same thing. It like, has. The guy booking it was just like, yeah, we can get you that game. If they and were like, hey, it has satellite in their RTVs. We can get it. Then I think it's fair to add when you get upon the sh- boat, the ship to say. Hey, Bugsy. Tomorrow night. This game's going to be on. We'd like to watch it. Can you? Yeah, if, if they say that this is something hey, we can do for you, then absolutely. Sure. But I do think at some point when you start to see that it's not going to come together, it is not in your best interest to be super mad about that because it's like you, if you really were dedicated to seeing, because this guy was like, I've never missed a Steelers game. It's like, well, then don't book a Mediterranean cruise. <laughs> yeah, then why are you in the just, middle of the Mediterranean? If you were that dedicated, then don't book. A, it's just, it sucks. They tried their best. They couldn't do it. It sucks. Maybe you were lied to when you booked it. I get it. I get being frustrated. Don't be frustrated at them who tried their best. Have you seen any of the Johnny Damon episode seasons? No. Johnny no. Damon's on there twice. No. What? I'm going to hate it. I really have to it. power through this. Oh my like god. Okay, Johnny so ne- between now and next Monday, I'm going to crush the show. Yeah, I think so. I forget. They all blend together. I know. I don't like Med as much. Oh, you know what it was? I watched one season of Med. It bothered me. And so I started Sailing Yacht. But then I didn't like it as much. So I just Yeah, Sailing Yacht is I nowhere near. Like, I would never I do Sailing Yacht. I, I say this as someone that could oh. do the Med Yacht, though. But I can't do that. Okay. So. Okay. Hmm. You would never do Sailing Yacht. Okay. What well, else would I? What's on your preference sheet, Christina? What is your nose? Can't haves. Um, so, I mean, I'm also not very picky. So I think... As far as like food wise, there's really not much that I wouldn't. No lime juice, try. no limes, no knives. <laughs> as long as I'm not the one cooking, then I'm mm. fine. Um, no, I think. I mean, as far as like food, I I really don't like. I mean, I just the only thing I can think of is I'm not a fan of like raw oysters, raw clams, like that kind of stuff, because it's such a texture thing to me. And if let's say you had like a beautiful dinner of all this raw, like raw bar food. I wildly would not enjoy it because I don't like raw clams, raw oysters, mussels, like all of that stuff. But what if he was like, this is a polenta cake with a saffron uh, rice, that's not a dish, and a, and a sprig of mint and a one oyster on top. Yeah, if, it, if it's, it, it's very, mi- yeah, it's, if it's very like minimal, then I would, but if, up for if that's... Yeah, yeah so I, also don't I, I would any trust chef that is going to give you an entire dinner that's raw fish. I think they'd know that'd be pretty bad for your belly. Yeah, so I, if if it was something minimal like that, then I can handle it. But I would, to your point with the blue cheese, I would say that if it's too much of this, I am yeah. not going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like, I mean, I'm not picky when it comes to alcohol either. So I really, I guess like, maybe just make sure, like to Travis's point, make sure that Emily's getting refills. And so I'm not just like sitting there wait like you know like really bad service and you're like the dinner's not coming out the yeah, green juice are taking 15 sheet, hours. If I'm in the if I'm in the interior and your preference sheet is like don't make me wait for a drink I'm gonna be like this bitch. But if you put in there, but I'm, I'm gonna so be mad. so nice to you to that you're gonna say so you know mad. what she it's deserves like, not you're to gonna have get good service. Don't <laughs> tell me to give you good service. But I'm gonna be so nice so that you're gonna look past the fact that I told you. To, to always refill you? my drink. Because I'm always going to say please. I'm always going to say thank you. And I'm always going to compliment mm. you. You can yeah, put on there though. I'm okay if the food is late. Long as I have a drink. Or you can phrase it. Now. Yeah, I think guys. I, I And I you're respect right, and support you. But I would advise against saying in your preference sheet. That you want good service. You I want- would say though. On my preference sheet. I would say that at least one of the meals. I want to have. Like whatever the chef deems to be five star tacos. I want to see what 
he yeah, would come up with. Yeah, I think you should put with. on your preference sheet, must have a taco dinner. Yeah, and, like something, a, a and make it as crazy as you want. It could yeah, be yeah. like all these A, a deconstructed taco, give no. me a taco yeah. dessert. Give, give me, me, give me no, everything. Let him go I want crazy, Travis. Let him be creative. Let him get creative. Or okay, her. but. I, and, or her. I'm I would love her. to see. Has there been a female chef yet? Because I would love to see a Yes, there's been a couple. Ooh. Um, But. I recently came across this from somebody else. He said when he goes to a restaurant, he will never order a fajita because he doesn't want to have to do the work. And I actually like it. So the act of, I don't want to deconstruct a taco. Now I have to put it together. Yeah, you are a right. five-star so, Michelin okay, star so chef. Don't, don't put my tacos okay, well, together. You don't have deconstruct to have a taco is a tacos. way that if you're asking for a dinner entirely comprised of tacos, it would get very boring by the seventh taco so you just deconstruct one it's just a fun way to give somebody a salad and call it something else no. just leave it alone now, would Travis. you have it's, it's also my taco dinner it's yeah, not yours leave her, you're not the primary <laughs> yeah that's me okay that's if off. you're willing to pay and i get to come along I'm you're okay. not coming along Travis. you're invited wait a minute. on my yacht yeah, wait a minute who I'm said that i was inviting you friends, on my yacht dude i've never even met you i thought i was yeah your i don't even know who you are yeah, i'm not weird friend, listen now my yacht i don't even know your who middle name said i was yeah i don't even know your middle name and that apparently rock other people do yeah it's out there who does the what is um, it? the podcast Lauer. that travis Lauer was just on they figured it out what is it can you just tell it to me it's very rude that you won't tell it to me have we guessed yet no I, like would, what, what, I, I would what have, have we guessed so far travis ampersand well, hold rockhold. on i i will <laughs> i will tell it to you asterisk travis asterisk hold, Ross, let's finish rockhold. this first all i'll settle for okay would you have a dancers or mu <laughs> musical people come on yeah, the that's ship? a theme party i would have a theme party whatever kate deems uh culturally both appropriate and sensitive would you want to go uh, into arthur. town and shop is it arthur no. i don't want is that shop. your middle name all right, do you want me to tell you the middle name? Yeah. Is it Arthur? It's not. It is Abram. Abram! Abram! Like from the real world, the scary guy from the challenge. I can tell you, quite honestly, I never would have come around to that, and I don't know why. I but can tell I you, quite honestly, I would have guessed Abraham first, and then you would have been like, you're close, and then I wouldn't, I still wouldn't have gotten And then she would have been like, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted it to be Anthony. It was meant to be Anthony. Should I, should I bleep it? So you guys know, but the listeners... No. No, they can know. Uh, whatever I know, they know. It's not much, <laughs> but I do. I can't share that with them. Uh, did you do your preference sheet, Travis? Would you have a theme night? I would do a theme night. I think I would do a couple. But then there'd also be one night where I'm like... I can't I'm believe Kate's not on your crew, and I need to know why. Because I just don't... I think there's more fun people. Excuse me? <laughs> you watch what you say. Why do you want fun? They're there to work. Because Bugsy's cooler. They have their cooler. fun when we leave. When we leave, they have fun. It's always weird when people are like, I, I mean, I would, I couldn't do it because I would want to hang out with them. I would want to sit in the crew mess and hear all the drama. But it's just like there's people who treat them like they're supposed to wait on them hand and foot, but they're also supposed to be nice. And it's like, just let them, if they're doing, if they're meeting your needs, leave them alone. Oh, yeah. And final question, though. Would mm -hmm. you invite Captain to any of your dinners? A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. I would invite him to all of them. I'd be like, listen here, Cap. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. You're invited. And you don't, you, I, I, don't tell, I don't need you I to get all dressed friends, up, though. Just show up. Sure. Get dressed up one night. I like it. But I would tell him, remember the night when he dressed up in like the Togo thing? And I was like, damn, Cap. Okay. Uh, I would tell Captain, I would tell the people that are on there with me, my guests, 
if they do anything that makes the captain uncomfortable or makes it seem like the captain does not want to be at this dinner anymore, they're gone. Oh, well. Because there's been dinners that he goes to where he's like, I want to leave so bad. But he can't. He has to stay. And I would know that. I would respect that. And if any of my guests were out of line, I would move them oh my to God. their bedrooms. There's one where I don't think you've seen yet. And it's not the primary. It's someone else that causes some drama after dinner. Man, the way some of these guests act, I'm like, do you realize you're on television? Yeah. You're on television. We can see you. That girl that didn't get a room <laughs> for one of the other you. girls and like yelled and then Captain Lee had to move and sleep in the upstairs Unreal. Uh, room because he gave his cabin to a guest. It was wild. Grow up, everybody. Grow up. But yeah, that's my, I think that answers the question. I should have really reviewed names before I did this. I, I think we did a good I'm job. not good at them, but I think it was still interesting. And if anyone's still here... That's it for this week's edition of sports. Shout out to Brooklyn and BetterHelp and to Quip. Uh, oh, I meant to do this during pod business. Shout out to um, producer Camille, who you guys know from us talking about her all the time. She's a fan of this podcast who has also been very helpful in uh, correcting us every time we make mistakes, which is often. Uh, never. Producer Camille has her own podcast now. It's Ooh. called True Love, Truer Crime. It might be Truer Crimes, but it's wow, True Love, Truer Crime. And it's a true crime podcast, which I know you're rolling your eyes, but it's about couples or people that are in love that commit crime together, Ooh. which I think is really in. interesting. Bonnie and Clyde. There there, yeah, there aren't really true crime pods that are focused just on that. Um, and that is, and if you know Camille, which you do from listening to the amount of times we've had to bring her name up because she's always right, she's meticulous in her research, she knows a lot, and she doesn't turn the ball over. So if you're looking for a new true crime podcast and you want to support this awesome community who I'm, uh, you know, obsessed with and love, uh, then listen to True Love, Truer Crimes and let us know what you think and leave her a review and give her some stars and stuff. So that's shout out. That's like a separate shout out from us. Uh, Also shout out to... Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, you can start your morning with them every day at 6 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. From J. Williams' expertise on the NBA playoffs to Keyshawn Johnson, Johnson's insights into the latest in the NFL moves, I guess Zubin brings nothing to the table, according to this ad read. Don't miss a morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Zubin's the one we root for. Zubin's our guy. Zubin. Uh, listen to the podcast uh, of the show wherever you get your podcast. Big thanks, you guys, for listening now. And then maybe just one other time. This was a pretty long one because I didn't have a heart out, so I feel like we've been talking for three hours but it was very sports heavy there was some criticism that we don't sometimes we don't touch sports at all it's quite literally three hours absolutely fair to give that criticism but also fair for us to acknowledge that we heard it we addressed it and we spent this whole time talking about sports and sports adjacent stories so we hear you we're working on it now we just got to work on making them not so goddamn long uh or you could just leave a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast which travis reads by the way and he loves them like this one from Mer- I have no idea. Mer Mer What? I yeah, I don't know what this name is. Mer Cahoon that says, quote, I would give this podcast five stars no matter what, but this one is for Travis. I don't agree with Travis on actually anything else except for softball. As a college <laughs> softball player, I feel very seen, and I think as a society we should come together and agree softball is a hundred times more entertaining than baseball. Hell yeah. Anyways, this is my favorite podcast of all time. It talks just enough about sports to still kind of be considered a sports podcast. Love you, Katie and Christina. Mean it. Travis, you'll get there. Woo! That was perfect. Travis, America you'll get there. forever. The Mercahoon of East Town. Okay, and lastly, <laughs> don't forget, you can always leave a voice message in a voicemail inbox for us at 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Travis. Goodbye, Donovan. Say goodbye, Christina. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Love you. Mean it.